When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduced speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary. Welcome to the friend zone. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as K-Friend. Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friend zone. Let's start the show. I'm in the zone. I ain't got no hoes, I ain't got no hoes Where did my hoes go? Where did my hoes go? I ain't got no hoes, I ain't got no hoes Where did my hoes go? Where did my hoes go? Where did my house go? Where did my house go? Okay. <laughs> I ain't got no house. I don't really think that y'all understand what we have just that's sort of a friend zone exclusive. <laughs> okay. okay. No one has really um introduced the headline that I'm about to introduce is something that people have been trying to unearth for quite some time. Y'all know that's the general job of this section to unearth a gem, right? Mm -hmm. Not only was it pleasing uh, sonically, beautifully uh, performed by a gorgeous young lady, guess what else that was that people have been asking for consistently? What? Sierra's prayer. That's right. You've been asking how she got him. You've been asking what she said before she went to bed at night. There it is. The hashtag this week is, where did my hoes go? And that, my friends, is Sierra's prayer. None of that bullshit this week. Short and sweet. Let's get to the QTNA, shall we? QTNA. Let's go. QTNA number one. Is it true that at a recent Atlanta Hawks basketball game, Two people were rushing and shuffling to get to the seats real fast before Monica started singing the national anthem. And they both grabbed the same handrail at the same time and stopped dead in their tracks. So, like, their hands touched on the handrail. Okay? And they slowly <laughs> looked up at each other and stared eye to eye for two seconds before Todd's daughter and Keisha Cole's baby daddy looked at each other. And Todd's daughter oh said, Oh, my God. You can go. And he said... Okay, then. <laughs> and went down the thing. <laughs> Who said it? Keisha Cole's baby daddy, Nico Hale, just like God, Tucker's daughter, Kayla. Right. And once you see that side by I'm side, tomorrow, oh my God. you will. Question two. Is it true that the real reason that Lil Fizz fell head over heels for April is oh, because Lord. she ain't say nothing about his waist trainer? She just undid the Velcro and they still had sex. What? Is that what why? did I miss? It's a waste trainer. <laughs> Question three. We keep it moving. It's rapid fire. Boom, boom, bang, bang, bang. Please. Question three. You ready? No, but go on. Is it true 
that the way and the reason that Mona Scott Young was able to get Jocelyn to say yes to coming back to Love and Hip Hop, because y'all know she's coming back, right? Mm-hmm. So the way that Mona was agreed, the way that Mona got Jocelyn to agree to come back was because she promised that she would show the footage of the time when Jocelyn was backstage about to film one of the reunions, and she had a charcoal mask on her face, and she had bent down and hid behind Stevie J's dressing room, and she scared him when he was coming back from smoking, and he screamed and literally shit on himself. <laughs> Is it true that that's how I want to get Jocelyn to come back? Those oh, questions being asked. Such that. a roller coaster. I would like <laughs> to welcome everybody. I don't know what the job is done. The job is done. No. Look at it. Here we go. The reaction. That's what we wanted. <clears throat> Come on. Welcome to the Come friend zone. On, Your weekly look into all things mental health, mental hygiene, and mental wellness, even stomach wellness. Because Stevie J didn't shit on himself. No, don't think it's a running joke. Did he really do that? <laughs> no. No. Oh but wouldn't that be hilarious? Who wants a musty brain? Oh hey, friend, how you doing? <laughs> I thought I was End of the year piece. madness. I see. That's right. So before we get started, mm-hmm. we have to take the time out to thank San Francisco. Woo! What SF. a great show, huh? Amazing. Yes. So fun traveling with Jaden Kia and getting grown. Yes. Uh, we had a very special guest by the name of Miriam Hasnia. Yes, so that was Haas. awesome. Surprise the audience. Has killed it. Yeah, too. Gracias. Great conversation. Right? Yeah. Great questions. The yeah. QA section was like super awesome. Yes. Um, and we will be in Atlanta this weekend. ATL this weekend. Normally we uh promote the link so tickets can be purchased, <laughs> but it's been sold out for a while. Thank you, Atlanta. Yes. We love Thank you. you, Atlanta, so much for the love. You guys go up for us. So we're very excited to see you. Don't forget that uh Jade's dopest dinner party is taking place the day before. Absolutely. And then our pop-up shop is taking place the day the of the day of the live show. Duan, you have the info for them? I sure do. It's gonna be held at 313. Like Detroit, Nelson Street, uh, Southwest. So 313 Nelson, N E L S O N Street, Southwest, Atlanta, Georgia. And that is where the pop up shop is going to take place from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. on Saturday. And who's pulling up, Asante? Don't forget, if you are living in Atlanta and you can't make it and you have to come, you will be able to experience Slutty Vegan ATL. So the Slutty Vegan truck is going to be there. Thank you so much to Pinky. Mm-hmm. There will be two special so burgers for you all to be able to purchase. I think there's a limit because apparently the truck is really hot out there. So nothing but the hottest for you, friend zone supporters. So excited. And Pinky's going to be coming to the show later that evening. Yes. We've been texting and it's going to be so much fun. That's Shout out so to Pinky. Bomb. I can't wait to be back in Atlanta. Can't wait to be back home. And don't fret if you did not jot that down, because of course we will be posting the flyer for the mm-hmm. pop up shop uh, all over the friend zone social media, whether it's on Facebook. Did you know we had a Facebook? Because we do. We have a okay. book of face. It's a facebook.com <laughs> slash the friend zone podcast. Very easy to find. Uh, apparently, we also have a group that we're not a part of oh, on, friend- okay. <laughs> on Facebook. Excuse yeah, us. We're, we're not even our own. A friend zone uh, private members group, which is pretty cool. Wonder what you guys are talking about in there. Maybe not. I I hope it's really productive in there. And then, of course, the Twitter. (laughs) The Twitter is friend zone pod. So take your pick. You will find the flyer. And don't forget Asante's Twitter, too, and Instagram. You can definitely harass him. (laughs) It's Hey Asante, H E Y A S S A N T E. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Send Use my filters now. Tweets, so, yeah. yep, do whatever you want. And speaking of Asante, you said that you have a Black Business of the Week for That's us. right, friend. This week in the Black Business. I want to give a shout out to you people in the email that love to email us. Uh, don't forget, you can email us at the friend zone at loudspeakersnetwork.com. That's the friend zone at loudspeakersnetwork.com. With that said, we got a special email from. I have to scroll, scroll, scroll because you like to email me. Estrella. Am I saying that right? I can't do the double L properly. Estrella. 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 Mm-hmm. Am I saying that correctly? Mm-hmm. Well, shout out to you, girl. Uh, the subject is a black business feature. It's a black-owned Brooklyn yoga studio. She said, hey, y'all, I'm a longtime listener and major fan. I won't take up too much of your time, but I have a great black business feature for you. And she goes on to tell us about a yoga studio, and it's called the Brooklyn Yoga Club. So if you want to find out more about this, what are you doing, Dustin? Nothing. I just wonder if they do yoga in Tim's out there. <laughs> well, I will let you know. I don't know why I kind of like felt that coming from me. I just knew it was something ridiculous, but Tim's, that was great. Um, anyway, but it's the Brooklyn Yoga Club. Uh, the website and social media is BK Yoga Club. So that's BKYogaClub.com, or you can go to the Instagram at BK Yoga Club. They are located... At Water Street, so they already can't. Even run. So it's 247 Water Street, suite number 305, Brooklyn, New York, 11201. Um, make sure you go to the website. You can look up membership prices. They do classes, they do monthly passes, they do weekly. Um, and yeah, it's a dope studio, and it's the Brooklyn Yoga Club. So go check it out if you're into the yoga. That's cute. Yes. Brooklyn Yoga Club. Okay, that. That, it sounds dope. So, I wonder you know. how far that is from where I live. I'll okay. check. Okay, and check the schedule. Let <laughs> the people I'm know when you're learning, clearly. Okay, now listen, Brooklyn. Brooklyn is big. I I'm learning that it's bigger I've than like Harlem or wherever. Every your whole sense like of Kansas. <laughs> Brooklyn time is a real thing. So random. For real. No, I'm learning. I'm learning. For real. Plateaus. So <laughs> plateaus. So are y'all ready to do the recap? Yes. Oh yeah. So on last week's episode titled "Don't Let the Smooth Taste Fool You," it was the <laughs> Dustin Ross takeover. <laughs> And would you like to explain, Sir Dustin, what the episode yeah. was about? The episode was about the quote that was um, lifted from Billy <laughs> D. Williams' Esquire magazine interview where they said <laughs> that um, that they use female and male, um, that they refer to themselves as himself and himself. I mean, himself and herself. And that um, y'all know what the fuck Billy D. Williams said. Mm -hmm. And then after I think people kind of held the fire to his ass, you know, it was just too hot for him. And so he issued a huge retraction where he said, what the hell does that even mean? (laughs) Talking about being gender fluid Mm -hmm. and that people had taken his words out of context and he definitely wasn't gay. And it's just a sad, um, a sad view into the fact that people just cannot, uh, cannot understand the concept of gender versus sexuality Mm -hmm. and the fact that they have absolutely nothing to do with one another. And here we are at square one again. And also Billy D Williams, you know, as old as your ass is, you could have just went on and roll with it. I mean, I feel like that. Cause like you said, (laughs) you you said what you said, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) And and boy, Billy D Williams said was very specific Mm -hmm. in that quote. So it wasn't really anything that could have, I feel like been something that was misspoken. So, right. So, fuck what's, you. So, fuck no, Billy stop D. it. I don't no. care. I love mahogany. 
That's not fair because that. you don't know if he legit was misquoted. Yeah, that's what I want to say. It could I very well be that. that. Well, that's People what I do it. Yeah, what's happening to Esquire all the because time? Has, okay, well maybe not. Fuck Biggie. That's only like, no, that's not fair. Right, because he came out and said I ain't say that shit. So like, what's going on at Esquire? They didn't say, oh well, he didn't, and they didn't say yes, he did. Like they just left it up. <laughs> right, it was like so. What, like, what happened with Esquire? Did we ever have ever they find... put out an article? I haven't seen it. Everybody's the conversation about Billy is continuing, which is really cool, and I wanted that to continue. But it's kind of like, well, what's going on with the media though? You don't have to if come we, up on Red Table Talk because if we can't trust Esquire, he absolutely should. <laughs> I watched the Ti and Tiny episode. Oh my god! Oh so, my god! So who stood out to you? Asante? Okay, because you know we was going. I saw it. it. I'm like, um, nope. Want to give a shout out to Brittany? Hey, Brittany. <laughs> Subject it's is Brittany, bi- bitch. <laughs> she said. <laughs> Kim Ho, remember she said that on the remix. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! Uh, Damn, I wish I could be the title of the episode. (laughs) Me too, man. This is the end of the year. Hell. Fuck it. I love Kim Ho. (laughs) (laughs) My mom would be like, I listened to the episode. (laughs) Imagine it being like a good one to be, and my favorite episode is Aunt Look. (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry. Um, Billy D, philosopher philander. That is the subject of Brittany's email. It says, I like the explanation that Billy D has presented since his comments came out. I agree with Fran. The subtle display of femininity is very appealing in men. Yes, it is. In my opinion, and it helps a man achieve balance in their relationships. Mm-hmm. The beauty in men being in touch with their feminine side is just that. Beautiful. These nuances are often what make people unique and quirky. Yes. I'm sure... What a great email. <laughs> I told you. I'm sure this is part of what makes Billy D who he is. And I think it should just be left at that. Everything doesn't need to be assigned a label. Sorry. Um, everything doesn't need to be assigned a label, which is why I think Billy D is not true. Because I need to know whether my Popeye's chicken sandwich is spicy or not. <laughs> oh, my God. Go hey, that's real because I need my, like, you need your mind. I need my milk, spicy. I need to know 2%. Whole. Skim. skim. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, let's, let's <laughs> Look, <real>. almond. Oh. <laughs> Titty. (laughs) (laughs) Everything does not need to be assigned a label, which is why I think Billy D has since refuted the claims that have come out since he made the comments. That ain't why, I see what you're saying. Right, right. He doesn't agree with the terms gender fluid, does not identify as such, and frankly does denies anything related to homosexuality. Maybe he just doesn't understand. It's important for people to understand that sexuality and identity don't always correlate. However, with that being said, we can speculate, but I don't think we should hastily assign someone any labels that they literally do not agree with. I found a quote below explaining this explanation. I think it's worth exploring from another angle. But um, I'm going to skip the quote just because she made, like, several valid points already. And I thought it was a really, really dope email all around. Like, you know, the points Such about... Such a great email. Yeah, men of femininity, you know. And literally what I was yes. explaining, but she explained it yes. way better than I did. Yeah, so thank you for putting a little bow on that, Brittany. Yes. What about you, friend? What did you find out there them SoundCloud streets? Yes, I am. So Meta Rivet said, thank you so much Meta for Rivets. highlighting... Dope name, like right? Meta World Peace? I, I guess, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for highlighting gender fluidity and non-binary experiences of gender. I've been listening to your show for about a year, and it's really important to me to hear these conversations from other people of color. Excuse me. I'm a non-binary, transgender, and queer activist out there doing the big stuff. So it means a lot to me that black and brown folks are bringing it into people's everyday lives. Big love and gratitude to y'all. Your voices help support my mental health each week. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. That made me very happy. You know, I had to pick that comment. I'm glad that you feel supported, Meta Rivet ecosystem. Y'all know my favorite word. What about you, Dustin? What did you find in the Twitter streets? I just have one thing. So, okay. 
I replied to a tweet from Chica. Shout out to Chica. Hey, Chica hey. girl. Chica tweeted. So I guess her, her tweet is the one that will highlight. Chica's tweet said, what actor would you borderline fight because of a role they played? <laughs> oh, like wow. if you saw them in public. Tariq. So, <laughs> literally, right. I said Tariq from Power. Stop it. And Charity from Greenleaf. I said, and I put that on my mama. And so the tweet that I was going to highlight came from Cocoa Butter Skin at Sweet Dreams with a Z777. I'm going to let Fran read the tweet. Oh, <laughs> Read the tweet, I'm Fran. Scared. Fuck charity. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, sometimes you Woo. can say less. And all she said was, fuck charity. Because charity green <laughs> yes. literally Why do y'all hate burns so my much? ass. I'm hey. telling you, like. And that's all I got. So Ooh. you guys ready to jump into this week's episode? Yes. Oh, let's do it. If you're giving everyone on your list Bomba Socks this holiday, you deserve a spot in the Holiday Gifting Hall of Fame. Bomba Socks are soft, like made with the softest cotton in the world soft. They're built with extra cushioning, so whether you're walking the dog, chilling at home, or playing drums, you'll be comfortable. Bomba Socks provide support in places you didn't even know you needed like your arches each sock is built with a special arch support system that feels like a nice hug for your foot i really like that and each sock (laughs) they're smooth across the top you guys no more annoying seams bomba makes all types of socks dress socks for work performance socks for working out and limited edition holiday socks that's actually really cute Probably look cute with our merch, right? Christmas feet. They even have a line of merino wool socks that are soft, warm, and naturally moisture-wicking. I need those for my Birkenstocks. (laughs) A merino wool sock does not sound bad, I'm going to tell you. It sounds so cute. And for every pair you buy, Bombas donates a pair to someone in need. I love that. So go to bombas.com slash friendzone today and get 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash friend zone happy shopping shopping, shopping, shopping so shopping, it's shopping. what do we have two weeks left of this year two monkey ass weeks Ain't that crazy that's pretty surreal and we have days. and it's also two weeks left of this decade before wow. we jump into 2020 so i thought that it would now, be where's cool. barbara walters all oh, right legit <laughs> they need to reboot since they're rebooting everything right. um <laughs> so i thought that it would be cool if we did somewhat of a review of the past decade from mm. 2009 to 2019 and discussing the things that had an impact on us doesn't have to be deep, could be silly, or it could be deep, wherever you want to take it. Yeah, so it could be it could be songs, it could be movies, it could be artists that popped up on the scene, maybe uh, a book, a meme, a viral moment. Yes. Absolutely anything. Those of you listening, I actually think that it would be great if you participated as well. Hit us in the comments. On at Friends on Pod. Whether it's in the email, <laughs> SoundCloud streets, Asante's uh, setting his boundary right now. <laughs> but let us know the ones that had an impact on you as well. And who wants to start with the most impactful thing they experienced in this past decade? The movie Black Panther. Oh, oh that's a damn good that's one. That's a good no, one. Let me tell you why that I was I thought we was going to go in order. I made me a little list. <laughs> it's your list. You ain't started it yet. It still stands. No, yeah. Okay, go ahead now. Let me tell you why Black Panther was a big deal. Massive. The unity, okay, of 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 black people yes. everywhere in the goddamn world that went to see that movie. 
We got dressed. It was basically cosplay when we went. Legit. It definitely because was. Because either you interpreted uh, Black <gasps> Panther literally and referenced the group, the Black Panther group from the 70s and 60s, or you wore your, you got as close to Africa as you could in the closet. Yes. You know, put out your kente cloth, even if it was American kente cloth that Yaya Da Costa would have threw on the damn I floor. I just hung on her this weekend. Shout out to Yaya. <laughs> She's so bomb. She's amazing. We okay. went to a retreat together. Oh, my God. See? <laughs> Okay, so, uh, well, before, as you continue, <laughs> I just want to say she's like on, randomly on my list, but it's very. Oh, that's very. It's cool. very random why she's on my list, but go on. That's the perfect segue then. Well, but I just yeah, think ahead. that um, Black Panther was a moment where we all were unified. It was a moment where everybody was just on the same page, and that rarely happens. The last time I remember that happening in film specifically was when Dream Girls came out. Mm, so it yes. been that long, um, and I just it was great to see. Love to see it. Absolutely. Yes. What's to the add segue? on, well, to add on to what you're saying before I segue, because I had this on my list. Um, it was uh, directed by Ryan Coogler, black man, featured all these black people in it, um, and the screenplay was co-written with Joe Robert Cole, and it starred Chadwick, as I said, Michael B. Jordan, Lupita, uh, Lupita Nyong'o, Nyong'o, Guar- <laughs> Excuse me, I'm about to fuck these names up. Pardon my French. Danae, or is it Danae? D a n a i. Deny. I think it's Deny. Deny Guerrera. Deny, deny, deny. <laughs> okay. Deny Guerrera, Martin Freeman, Daniel Kaluuya, Letitia Wright, Winston Duke, Angela Bastet, Forrest Whitaker. Tons of people. Tons of black people in that movie. Um, I want to triple segue because I said a lot of things there, but I'm going to start with Tron. The reason that was on my list because it came, or the reason Yaya was on my list is because there was a movie that came out in 2010 called Tron Legacy. About um, Chili and Dallas Austin Sun? No, not about Chili and Dallas Austin Sun. It was... It's Tron, right? That's his name, yes. Okay. But that's not what I'm talking about. How did I not know they had a son? Oh, they got what? a son. <laughs> you ain't never... <laughs> We're going to show you Tron. Yeah, we're going to come back to Tron. Um, oh, but anyway, shit. Tron was a movie made like in the late 80s, early 90s, like originally. And it was about uh, this dude, like people in the computer. And the graphics were so like corny and cheesy back in the day. And so the sequel that came out, um, it was a Disney movie, but Yaya was in it. Oh, shit. And it was just, a, go ahead. They have a ride. They built a roller coaster called, well, about the light cycle. Yeah, the light cycle. Yep. That I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so I it was dope. Exactly. So it was dope, actually, because the light cycles in, like, the original movie were so fucking corny because the graphics of, like, being inside of a computer were so terrible. Mm-hmm. So to see them, like, bring Looked it like to, Pac-Man. like... <laughs> worse than Pac-Man. It was crazy. But, um, it was really cool. <laughs> what year was this? Uh, the original, it was somewhere in the 80s. Oh, okay. But the remake that came out, it was in 2010. And, and, they, and they honored the shitty graphics? Yeah, well, they... <laughs> Oh uh, no! Yeah, they, by they wiping them and flushing them down the toilet. Okay, <laughs> they, they they gave us new fresh hot graphics. Oh, okay, and uh, they updated because I I don't think there were any black people in the original one. So Yaya was in this one. So I was like, oh my god, that's a, a damn person. shame. So, How ain't gonna be no black people in something called trying? <laughs> <laughs> I might be wrong. There might have been like a random doctor or one of the people was in there. Someone black was in an email like actually right, and I'm like I just did teenagers shit. But yes. <laughs> Tron came out in 2010, <laughs> but I want to take you back the year before to 2009. Okay. The beginning of 2009. Would that count? Yeah. T- 
Yeah. Okay. Nine to nineteen. Yeah, I'm not even my numbers wrong. Okay. Down. I just, you know, I was, we had a whole debate earlier with somebody about the whole zero year thing. Okay. So I was just trying to make sure I was on. You know, I just want to stay in the boundaries. <laughs> hey, well, if stay it changed, I'm, I'm gonna stay on the timeline. That's all. Well, 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 this is staying on the timeline, even if that changes. Obama <laughs> became number forty four in two thousand nine. Hey. Okay. Damn, we, I remember that. We voted night. in two thousand eight. Right. But did when you guys he came go in, twenty fifth sheet. No, I wasn't here then. I was uh, in Michigan. Oh, we all I ran to 125th Street because you could not get on the train and you could not take the bus. Luckily, I was close already. Yes. And we were just, when I tell you, it was just a massive crowd. It looked like uh, the way 42nd Street looks like during New Year's Eve. Yeah. Just that mass, everyone jumping. <laughs> the drummers were out. We were dancing, laughing. Like, it was the coolest experience, honestly. Do you remember where you were? Absolutely. Me and my best friend, Jasmine, shout out to Jasmine. We went and we voted together. Mm-hmm. And that was actually my first time voting in a presidential election. Mm-hmm. When Barack Obama got elected the first time. And we went and voted and then we, we drank all day long. And then once the results came in, we went and drank some more. It was a great time <laughs> in Michigan. It was right before I moved here. I remember I was still pretending to be a student in the AUC. Mm-hmm. And all the niggas was out in the quad, like, like losing it everywhere. Streets what all of downtown deal. Atlanta, like it felt like freak dick or something happened. Like black people that everywhere. Beautiful family. Oh my god, yes! And it was so amazing. It was funny because Those the conversation, girls, beautiful and well groomed. Yes, black. Everything family. about them the was just grandma, pristine. Yeah, pristine. It was just funny though because I feel like that was probably one of the first times I looked at. I think Twitter going both ways because people were either happy that he was in. A- <laughs> People were either happy that he was in office or they were like upset. They were like, oh, you know, they're going to put all this stuff. And I just remember oh, thinking of pressure on you. Yeah. And it's crazy now. All them same people either really miss him or they just kind of just kind of fell off the wagon. They're like, oh, well, fuck politics altogether. But yeah, 2009. What a year. What a way to mm-hmm. kick off the year. So <clears throat> mine has, you know, it comes with its its sets of problems. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> but I have to give it up to Uber. Mm, yeah, mm. because if you yeah. remember trying to catch a cab, oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> for several reasons, whether you were black, and if you were heading to Harlem, they would straight up say no and drive off and damn near run over your toes yep. if you told them you were heading and uptown give me damn. and wouldn't care. Okay, don't stick your head in that window when you're telling them where you're going. Oh no, they, they, and they know it. because when they pull over, they like motion you to the car mm-hmm. so that they can lower the window and ask you where are you going. Mm-hmm. And so Uber with its own set of problems, like I mentioned, uh, at least it's provided a safety in a lot of ways. I mean, in a controversial because right. I know there have been Uber drivers that have caused some shit storms as well. But for the most part, now I know when I'm like leaving somewhere late mm-hmm. or, you know, have to head to the airport, I don't have to fear missing a flight because someone doesn't want to come to even come get me in Harlem. Right. Because you, where I used to live, you, you barely not could. not even that up far. That yeah, far. you weren't hailing a cab up there. Right. And if you were, they I mean, if you saw one, <laughs> they weren't going to stop you. Right. They said that on Little Shop of Horrors. Uptown, where the cabs don't stop. Remember? Oh, shit. On the song. That's, that's part of the song. That's sad that it's in the damn song. They revolutionized ground transportation. They that's changed. what they did. Remember when it first stepped on the scene, we were all like, wait, Skeptical. what? Yeah. Yep. You can 
call a car with your app, like with an app, that's bonkers. And even Airbnb, which actually was created the year before uh, in 2008, but didn't really become popular mm-hmm. until a little bit later. But just how they revolutionized those business models mm-hmm. where people are able to make some income off of their own cars, their own apartments. Like I said, obviously it's loaded with a, with a lot of problems, but for the most part, it's been helpful for people financially because now, you know, if you can't afford a hotel because they can be pretty pricey, mm-hmm. you can, you know, stay in a room in someone's house for pretty affordable, even though Asante's house. Know, I'm sitting up here like, not me, but somebody can. I was going to say, Asante <laughs> might not agree. It's workable for somebody, but so I will do say what you I've do. had, mm-hmm. I've been using Airbnb, I don't know, I'm going to say since 2014, maybe? Mm-hmm. 13, something around there. And I have never, not once, had a bad experience. So I guess that everyone... Has a preference. Yeah. Has a preference and everyone's going to experience things differently. But I do think that Airbnb and Uber were revolutionary. Amen. Absolutely. They were game changers. Game changers. Yeah. And financially, like, just helping us out in a lot of ways. So that's mine. Well, that's speaking mine. of game changers and also strangely <laughs> financially helping us out... I want to give a shout out to Mona Sky Young and okay. the Love and Hip Hop franchise. Mm. Love and Hip Hop New York premiered in 2011 and that shit changed reality television. It did. It was a new look at an ensemble cast. A lot of us didn't even, we had trouble figuring out what the hell the show was about. Like, wait, what? So who, why, why are we interested? What, who, what? And once we just allowed to sit, once we allowed ourselves rather to just sit back and be entertained by it, it was revolutionary. It spawned several different franchises, um, several different uh, uh, careers were birthed from that that went on to do other things and operate in other spaces. Um, it's careers just been a, literally careers were revived, music careers. Mm-hmm. People have literally been given juice to their actual uh, credibility as artists, recording artists by reintroducing themselves to the masses on Love and Hip Hop. Mm-hmm. Hate it or love it, it's a part of our culture. That's right. And for me, I think that a great way to look at it is just as if it's a replacement for soap operas from back in the day. Mm. To me, your mama, your grandmama, and um, all the people that would normally complain and bitch about us watching love and hip hop and, and think of it as something less than they all watch Guiding Light. They all know who Luke and Laura was. Mm-hmm. They all know who Angie and Jesse was. They all know Guiding uh, General was the hospital general. It was general. <laughs> general hospital, one life that they had to live. Passions, you know what I'm saying? Wow, all those shows. You are yeah, Young and the Restless. Power. All of those shows. I think that Love and Hip Hop, and in some ways reality TV as a whole, but specifically Love and Hip Hop, it replaced that for our generation and generations actually to come. So just wanted to give Mona Sky Young her flowers, whether you want me to or not. <laughs> <laughs> I want to take it back to the movie screen. Um, since we talked about, uh, mentioned Daniel Kaluuya in... Um, Kaluuya and Cream. <laughs> in 2017, <laughs> Jordan Peele um, Ooh, gave us Get Out. Man. Um, it became the most pro- one of the most profitable horror movies and films of 2017, and it grossed over $255 million on a budget of wow. $4.5 That movie went up, okay. It earned Jordan Peele the Writers Guild of America Award for Best Original Screenplay as well as nominations for a Director's Guild of America Award and a BAFTA Award for Best Original Screenplay. So, in a world full of reboots and remakes, you know, we got some good originals over the past few years, too, so. And sticking with film, 
I am going to jump to a film that came out in 2016 by the name of Moonlight. Mm, okay, mm, the shit. I thought that film... Great love story. ...was massive. I mean, it was massive. I think the most beautiful aspect of it was the conversation that it created around sexuality, masculinity, blackness, just so many layers and levels. The acting was profound. The screenwriting, incredible. It's it's rare, I think, uh, that a, a black movie comes out without people just criticizing the hell out of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. This was probably the first movie I saw that... It was like unanimously embraced. Mm-hmm. Everyone loved it. Or at least yeah. that was my perception of it. Obviously, yeah, I mine could be too. wrong. But everyone around me loved it. Say that shit. There was literally nothing you could find wrong with that film. From the acting, uh, the casting choices, I should say. The way the writing, mm-hmm. it was like simple but beautiful. Mm-hmm. The cinematography with the colors, the, even read, the kids. You can read so much in between all of what wasn't said in that movie, which is so dope. Ugh. It's so dope to watch that and think about that. The spaces in between, just like how well acted they were. Absolutely. And speaking of it being well acted, it birthed the career. Well, not birthed a career, but it introduced <laughs> Mahershala Ali to the masses. Mm-hmm. And he went on to win an Academy Award for that shit and then go back and be nominated again and win again. He's two for two at the fucking Academy Awards. And remember what happened with Moonlight at the Academy Yeah, they shook the table at the Oscars, (laughs) you know. Um, They ended up getting Best Picture instead of La La Land. Right. After La La Land had been introduced. So (laughs) That was such a crazy moment, too. It was wild to see. So shout out to uh, Moonlight. It was a beautiful movie. And it taught them how to (sighs) like black people on film, too. Listen, it was just so captivating. And, And... To kind of tie into that, I also think um, Moonlight brought up conversations about sexuality and then Pose FX Mm -hmm. that I have to also mention brought up conversations about gender. So kind of tying into this Billy D. Williams (laughs) article. Not according to him, honey. (laughs) (laughs) But the response (laughs) (laughs) But just, you know... (laughs) All the no, respect. I know, no, I know. That's what, oh that's my god! <laughs> no, no, no! Oh my god! <laughs> but mostly, what I mean is tying into the responses we received—the yes. emails, the comments of people feeling represented and just feeling happy to see themselves in the conversations that were started. So, pose and moonlight. Yes. Mm-hmm. Massive, revolutionary, and definitely game-changing in this decade. Pose introduced superstars as well. Oh Angelica my God. Ross. So many um, stars. A person who's also hugely vocal about social justice issues and things that are important. Yes. Um, MJ Rodriguez, superstar, <laughs> literally was opening uh, the Soul Train Awards on BET. Yes. You know, you know their history has been... Um, They have a storied past when it comes to just interfacing and engaging with members of the LGBTQ um, remember TQ, that singer? No. Y'all remember TQ? He was a male R&B singer back in the day. Mm-mm. He redid Adore by Prince too. TQ, look up TQ. You're Homework. But anyway, we know their history. So it was so dope to see that. And that's all because of the impact of Pose. Mm. And Pose also literally introduced a bunch of virtually unknown actors who have gone India more, 
Look at what these actors have done. So and even just how great. it Janet Mock stepping up. Oh my god! Like her career completely shifted. Respect. Mm-hmm. So much well respect. And now Hollywood. she and now she's creating all these shows. I think doesn't she have a production deal with, with Netflix? A oh huge my round. goodness! Shout out to you, Janet Mock, because that is an amazing thing. Look, love to see it. <laughs> and Angelica Ross is on um, American Horror American Story. American Horror Story. That's huge. so cool. It's so and I just saw. Um, uh, Electra, um, Dominique uh, Jackson. Yes. Mm-hmm. She's going to be on, is it Guardians and Gods or Gods of American Gods? One of those American shows. Gods. American oh, Gods. One of those shows she's going to be on. That's going to yes. be amazing. Oh, that's it just crazy. got announced. That's, that's my show. Amazing. That is my show. So they are really getting some things done over there. So shout out to Ryan shout Murphy. Out to the team, shout out to Pose. So, Stephen Canales, is that his name? Yes. yes. The screenwriter. Dope. So all these careers that flourished this year, all these beautiful people that had the opportunity to be amplified. So Dustin, who so else? So my next one um, is we're going to step into the tech realm. Oh, okay. Right? Shout out to the iPad. The hey. iPad came out in 2010. Did it really? It sure did. And now let me tell you. As it sits here next to me. sits okay. right there. <laughs> and an iPad is something that has brought me a lot of joy personally. It makes it a lot easier to, um, let's see how we can be clean. <laughs> Just the iPad is a great tool. What, okay? what it's very it useful. So it's resourceful. <laughs> and it's better than sometimes you can only get so much done on a handheld telephone. Screen. Oh, okay. <laughs> so sometimes you need an extra iPad. And there's something also charmingly ghetto about an iPad. <laughs> what? It is. Think about it. How many times you've seen what you give your kids? You say, she want a damn iPad. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like teenagers yeah. and shit. Some charmingly ghetto about an iPad. That is really And funny. it stayed around. I have to admit, when they were first introduced, I wasn't sure about the staying power of iPads. I was like, is this something Apple is just going to put out and kind of keep it moving <laughs> or whatever? Honey, the iPads have been generating and generating okay. and generating. Growing, shrinking, okay. growing back again. Okay. <laughs> So shout out to the iPad and and Apple. I thought that that was a great addition to our lives. That is so funny. And shout out to the people who be at concerts and take pictures or record videos on their iPad iPad. and look crazy because that is one of the funniest things. You look like a boxing ring girl carrying a a scorecard when you're taking a picture on an iPad. (laughs) It's the funniest thing. I hate it every time. Come on. You were in 2010. (laughs) Yep. Well. You guys might remember this a very iconic verse. <clears throat> Pull up in a monster automobile gangster with a bad bitch that came from Sri Lanka. Yeah, I'm in a Tonka, color of Willy Wonka. You could be the king, but watch the queen conquer. First things first, I eat your brain. Now I'm a rock, rocking gold teeth and chains. Cause that's what a motherfucking monster do. Hairdresser from a line, that's the monster crew. Oh. And I'm all about Giuseppe's, that's the monster shoe. Young Money is the roster and the monster crew. And, and I'm all up, all up, all up, up in the bank with the, the money face. And if I'm fake, and if I'm, <laughs> and if I'm something. Because <laughs> my money ain't. Let me get this straight. Wait, Yo, I'm, I'm a rookie. With my features in my shows, 10 times you pay. 50K for a verse, no album out. And my money so tall that my Bobby's got to climb it. Talk to my better wind it, wind it. Wind it. Hotter than the Middle East and climb it, climb it. Nicky on her titties when I signed it. One these bitches on one track minded. <laughs> really, really, I don't give a F U C K. Forget Barbie. Fuck Nikki, cause she's fake. She on a diet, but her pockets eating cheesecake. And I'll say, Bride of Chucky is child's play. Just killed another career. It's 
it's a mild day. Beside Jay, they can't stand besides me. I think me, you and Am should have a Minash uh, Friday. Come up a pink wig, thick ass, give a whiplash. I think big get cash. Make them blink fast. Now look at what you just saw. This is what you live for. I'm a motherfucking monster. Shit, a little shaky, Happy but, birthday, but still, Minaj. still worth it. That was awesome. Nicki Minaj okay. gave a lot to music. Still, very shaky, but still worth it. What okay? year was that? That was 2010. Wow. That was 2010. Damn, that was a long time ago. Shit, ate Jay-Z, ate Rick Ross. Sure did. She watched them I mean, on their on own shit. That's crazy. That's and she beautiful. didn't even have her album out. And honestly... Wow, really? Wow. Honestly, since we, it's mentioned a monster anniversary remix or something... I don't think anybody does anniversary yeah, remixes. Still I know that's something like everybody could do it. Everybody want to bring back other stuff, but you know, and this I wouldn't mind her redoing that intro. You might think you've seen what did she say uh, <laughs> oh on the on the intro to Dark Fantasy? You might <laughs> think you peeped the scene. You haven't. Remember? <laughs> you might. Do you remember her narrating? <laughs> you haven't. The real one's far too mean. <laughs> Nicki Minaj, shout out, happy birthday, girl. She just had a it's birthday. It's her birthday. Oh, Ooh. happy birthday, Nicki Minaj. Sag season. That is hilarious that you chose. That, that. was good. Yeah. I like that y'all went off. Yeah, I didn't even study that verse. I should have should have rehearsed <laughs> that so it could have been real clean. But you know, that was authentic. I meant that one. That's. I brought that with up organically. Woo! So tying into Dustin bringing up tech, mm-hmm. I'm going to go into the apps mm-hmm. and shout out Twitter. You are really reading my mind. <laughs> go ahead. Bro. Now, I, what year was Twitter? Because I know it wasn't 2009. I was about to say. It was 1979. <laughs> <laughs> but let's not front. Like, it wasn't 2009 where Twitter popped, popped off. up. There you go. Yes. It was literally right. I got March. excited. I'm sorry. No, no, no. This, but yeah, Because it's something. But I don't know what happened in 2009. I don't know if it was that. That's when MySpace was kind of like. It just put, got put, <laughs> You know, like. They but something happened in that those first two quarters because mm-hmm. I stepped on the Twitter scene in March mm-hmm. of 2009 but something went down in those two quarters where word of mouth everything just caught fire and Twitter was the new big thing and everybody had an account yes they did everybody had an account Twitter wow this is it was originally because we just came from San Francisco it was originally founded in March uh, March 21st 2006 but I'm going to keep uh, looking up the trends you're talking about because you're right. Right. I don't know what it was, was. about 09, but I, I, I have to thank Twitter because that's where I created the Hey Friend, Hey Brand mm-hmm. because of having to create a Twitter handle mm-hmm. and not knowing what to come up with. Uh, and that was what I put in. And then it literally changed my decade. Wow. <laughs> like, think about it. From 2009 when I started... To today, 2019, my life has completely shifted and it was kind of by accident. Because I definitely didn't come onto Twitter like, this is going to be a thing. I didn't even set an intention. I was just jumping on to the next new platform just like everybody else was. Mm-hmm. Unknowing mm-hmm. that my life was about to change for the better. So mad props to uh, Twitter for that. Even Tumblr. Because mm-hmm. oh, Tumblr, yeah, Tumblr got super hot in 2010. So yep. I'm gonna say December 2010, <clears throat> going into maybe January, February first quarter 2011. Mm-hmm. That's when all of us was on it heavy, like 
posting images, pictures, uh, writing, writing, blog posts. Mm. Di- it was more so diary entries than blog posts. Obviously, the nude pictures. Yeah, right. A lot of people actually became uh, influencers Based because their pictures yep. were circulating and becoming really popular. Remember the notes, depending on how many notes your yep. picture mm-hmm. got, how many reblogs. You get everything you needed out them notes. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, so that's oh okay, <laughs> and then you go on and follow the trail. <laughs> And a lot of people's careers kicked off. Funny enough, even uh, my, she's like my little sister. It's my Ray Ray who became a massive YouTuber mm-hmm. in the makeup scene. I remember when her pictures used to circulate on Tumblr in 2010 <laughs> because she used to do this uh, 1950s, the hair flip, uh, the the bang that was kind of mm, yes. like rolled. Yes. Yeah. And then she had like, uh, she has these beautiful full lips and she would wear like these beautiful colors. And then it was the combination of like this pretty black girl doing the pinup thing. And so oh. her pictures would always circulate. And before you knew it, people were like, can you show us those makeup looks? She was like, oh, maybe I'll, you know, jump on YouTube to show you how I do the bang. And then boom, boom. to this day, she has millions of followers. And it's just cool to see uh, how people have integrated these platforms into their lives, but also catapulted their lives by using them. So honestly, shout out to all the platforms. For real. Because Instagram. Shout out to the internet. Shout out to the internet and how much it has just shifted our lives how we've been able to use it, how we've been able to grow our crafts, the networking. Eternally grateful. Eternally grateful because I I can't imagine. (laughs) Eternally grateful. (laughs) You're so funny. I can't imagine how different life would be if we didn't have these platforms. And similar to Uber, it comes with its set of problems. But for the the most part, (laughs) for the most part, it's been life-altering. And I cannot imagine... What this decade would be if we didn't have all of these platforms for masturbation alone? <laughs> Can you imagine? How was they doing? I need to ask one of my cool uncles. What they were doing like, before that? What the hell was y'all doing before the magazines? That? Magazines, you're right. Oh yeah, the magazines. You had to go into the back mm-hmm. of them store. Black tail, shit like <laughs> and they would be covered. Black inches. The you remember the, remember the magazines would be covered the... to like their mouth. Yeah, <laughs> like wonder what the woman got on. Like, well, what's the it looked like, like or it'd be that section one. in the video <laughs> store where they had the little saloon doors so you can only that's get that's what I was there. just about yeah. to say it was always in the back mm-hmm. of the video store and you knew <laughs> it was like XXX in the neon lights yeah you talking about craning your neck trying just so hard to see between the crack in the door under the thing yeah okay so speaking of enjoyment oh, okay uh, December 20th 2005 changed all of our lives for the better and I know it did because we were gifted with something that we had initial doubt that we were going to receive. 2005. December 20th of 2005. We didn't know we were going to get this gift, but it came to us. And a ho, 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 we went. December 20th, 2005, none other than Icon, Mary J. Blige, released her album, The Breakthrough. Oh, shit. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Which spawned Be Without You, one of her biggest Ooh, hits goodness. to date. Won her multiple Grammys at the following awards ceremony. And it just was a turning point in her career. I got a question As a Mary J. Blige fan, I remember 
that they her label was kind of iffy about releasing a full new album and they were going to do like a greatest hits or whatever mm, with wow, one or two scary. new tracks and she really was fighting to have a, a album released and what they did was they released be without you as a single and it blew the fuck up wow and when it did the label got behind her and supported a whole new album and she got that extra that rejuvenation in her career at that moment so shout out to 2005 everybody from the hood to the suburbs to the girls to the niggas everybody loved be without you by mary j blige i'll never forget hearing it in a barber shop in detroit and everybody kind of being quiet and just nodding their head like it was so loud and just going with it when it came on the radio um, and just what it meant. It was just a beautiful moment. She was nominated for, I believe, eight Grammys a year, and she came home with three. Um, and she performed with a beautiful orchestra. She performed Be Without You and had a, um, a gorgeous performance. It was just a beautiful night and a beautiful moment for her, but more importantly for me as a fan. So, yeah, shout out to 2005 and Be Without You. Oh, oh. Um, yeah. I actually wanted to piggyback i didn't look up the year but i want to piggyback off the internet because when we were talking about apps i thought about snapchat um snapchat i don't know if this is true yeah i don't (laughs) (laughs) if it's cool um i don't know if they're the original ones but they were one of the people that i see a lot of that do a lot of augmented reality stuff which is something i always randomly read up on and i think it's really dope like when you see those um um, VR people dancing through your phone screen like on random places or how it does the technology to put the... I turn that shit off. <laughs> I mean, that shit can be kind of creepy and weird looking, but it was really funny the other night watching Dave East. Um, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> well, he had Bugs Bunny dancing on him and stuff, but I always thought that was really cool. Wait, techn- what? <laughs> <laughs> I know. What I can't I remember if it was a Snapchat filter <laughs> or an Instagram filter, but Dave East, there was this, a video somebody recorded Dave East on his social media posting he was high as hell, and he had a Bugs Bunny. It was like some Snapchat thing. Bugs Bunny was like dancing. Oh, okay. <laughs> but he was, but it's Bugs and Bunny. Dave East, you could hear his commentary as it was happening. <laughs> right, it was very. Funny. And, and again, he was high as hell, so it was just funny as hell to watch. Oh, I gotta find but that. just uh, how Snapchat really revolutionizes the way that they use their apps because and the filters, the filters, then the snap goggles. Because I thought that I was mean, really, I don't really know cool. How- Helpful the filters have been to our. <laughs> I mean that damn dog. <laughs> that dog filter. The tongue I hate sticking that out. Shit. Oh my god! Remember everyone? I mean, I feel like people might still have it, but for a long time, you wouldn't find someone without the little flower crown filter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep. Like most people had that on in their Twitter, and there's some people that I've never seen them since. Like <laughs> <laughs> legit. I don't know what they look like without the without flower crown. Either the flower crown one or the, <laughs> the one Kim that kind of narrows your face. Yeah, the contour yes, one. The contour one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people love like that one. Alien. And it makes me wonder: like, do people think we don't know it's there? Right. No, they really just love it. I don't know if they think it gives them like a fake, like Miami. I'm in the I mean, car it, look. I can't lie. I've used it, and it makes your face look cool. But also, I'm like, that doesn't look like me. Yeah, I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> At all. Well, I ain't finna be walking around looking like a sunflower seed. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I forget which platform it was. I don't know if it was uh, Snapchat, but someone recently, I saw an article that said they're going to remove filters that give surgical appearances. Mm. Because I guess kind of similar to the removing of the likes, they mm. don't want to encourage kids to 
view themselves, themselves that way. Yeah, and think that they need rest in peace, tender to, to contour their faces. <laughs> tender. If it's tender, y'all can forget it. Why? Because you be seeing them people looking like they made out of suede or velvet, <laughs> all them goddamn filters Not and suede shit. Or velvet. And then wow. you pull up on them at the restaurant, and they look like. I don't know. They look like their name is Velvet. You know what I'm saying? Well, fuck it. Look like they 73 years old. Talking about they graduated in 01. <laughs> what? Yeah, so that's why, that's where it's going to hurt. If they wow. remove filters from them dating apps, you can forget it. That's well, actually, want. I would welcome it because I think that it should be that way. <laughs> Come as you are. So I'm going to jump to television. TV. TV. So in 2016, Issa Rae got a deal with HBO and dropped Insecure. And while I love Insecure for obvious reasons. Thank you, friend. Say it. I feel like I know what you're about to say, so say it. What am I going to say? Awkward black girl. It spawned... (laughs) What I feel happened with that was that it spawned the transition from the digital space to traditional television. Because before that... We weren't really seeing black shows on TV anymore. Mm-hmm. There was like a huge chunk where that just, it seems like the doors just weren't there. Mm-hmm. Something about that HBO deal shifted everything because suddenly within that year, it was like Lena Waithe. And then even Shonda Rhimes was like uh, giving influencers opportunities. Like our own peers were getting yep. development deals. And it was just like, it like opened. What's the term I'm looking for? The floodgates. That's yes. the term. Portal, the floodgates. The floodgates. The legs. <laughs> <laughs> the legs. But am I am I seeing this? You are, you are absolutely friend. correct. I'm perceiving it correctly, you, right? Not only Something are you perceiving happened it, that shifted with that deal. And I feel like it's like now that you bring up awkward black girl and we're talking about it in this context, I almost feel like there was so much work she put in to make sure all those episodes got out. Right. The conversations that she was having or introducing to people, you know, people were doing YouTube series and they were trying to have these conversations, but for her to do that and then still translate those same conversations on her HBO show, but in a dating aspect, like for real, it was just so amazing to watch how she evolved and yes. and then kind of to show everybody and lay that groundwork for everybody else to either follow or to become part of because she still continues to do so on her YouTube so channel. So yeah, it was just really dope that she works with people still on her YouTube channel and she can bring people in and do series or she'll bring them in on the show to do cameos. Like, I think it's dope that she has that big ecosystem and is providing mm-hmm. these opportunities and not just closing doors and saying, all right, I made it, even though she said it in that speech, which was funny as fuck. <laughs> so yeah, shout out to Issa Rae, my hero. It was like a wildfire. Man, for Honestly, real. for black shows black creativity black showrunners black writers yes. black actors i mean black crews in their entirety these are black owned things black yes. owned things and i think it's been really cool to watch and of course all of our peers yes dustin included okay. fury like crystal all of uh, now cheska lee's was announced today yes, yes. shout out to cheska lee who has a show in development My with God. Fox? Okay. My God. I'm telling you, the hardest part is having to keep all these secrets. That's crazy. <laughs> so I'm just, it's just been a, an amazing thing to witness watching our peers step into these spaces because it's one thing that to rock the digital space and it's a whole other beast to step into the traditional space beast. and see that you can do both. 
So shout out to Issa Rae, shout out to Insecure, and shout out to the floodgates that that created. And yes. shout out to Cheska Lee. I ran into her when I was leaving the gym. She told me. She yeah. was like, I just saw Dustin. So seeing her, the excitement on her face Man. with that kind and of And wasn't major, I telling you? I was yes, like, you guys need to talk. You guys need to talk. Major, <laughs> that's major. So and shout it's a, out to And Cheska let Lee. me just say, I'm not being biased because it's my sister, but it's a fucking great show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The concept, the mm-hmm. script. The acting already, like mm-hmm. the cast, I'm telling you, she's going to kill this. I'm so excited. It's absolutely a show that I would have watched even if I didn't know her. Yes. So that's cool to me when your friends show you something and you're like, this is actually fucking great. Not because I love you, but because it's great on its own. So shout out to everyone else who will be mentioning shows <laughs> coming up very soon wow. that we'll be excited to announce. Man. Dustin, and let's do, let's just do one more round. All right, okay. so my last one is this. And why not go out on the highest note you can? <laughs> so June 24th, 2011, we were introduced to something that was a game changer in the music industry. I'm not even going to go through all this shit. Let's just call it like it is Beyonce's four album. Hey. Came out in 2011. And the reason that this is important is because it was when Beyonce took the complete hold of the reins of her career. She started managing herself from her own company. She fired Matthew. This was her first foray into running her own shit. <laughs> It was a huge shift in her sound. It was much more mature, much more um, focused on instrumentation and just like showcasing her voice as opposed to like a a pop, you know, tune, whatever the fuck. So this was a big moment for her, a big moment for music, and it got Beyonce a lot of respect. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. So I really want to give a shout out to Four. Because we like to party. And I miss you like every day. Want to be with you, but you're away. But you're away. Yes. That was, was such a beautiful song. Shout out to I Miss You by Beyonce on the Four album. <laughs> um, Just a very, very short couple of mentions. Uh, 2010, Inception came out with Leonardo DiCaprio. That was just one of... Well, in 2009, Avatar came out. <laughs> oh, damn. But Avatar oh was God. too, like, it was too much for me. Too long. Yeah, but well, Inception was pretty long, too, so I don't know if that was the problem for me with Avatar. But um, 2009, Avatar came out. 2010, um, Inception came out. Those two movies back-to-back were just very, like, visually stunning, and things that they did with the graphics were really, really dope. And so I just wanted to mention those because there have been a lot of movies that I watch just because I'm interested as much as I like the way that they look, and then sometimes I'm drawn in by the story, if that makes sense. So, Isn't there, a new av- isn't there another Avatar coming out? They're supposed to, yeah, it's supposed to be like three more or something, mm. apparently. They and then they take long to make. So we're yeah. gonna be seeing yeah. them till like two thousand fifty. Right, we're gonna be dying talking about, oh, when I was your age. Like pulling up was... on wrist canes and shit. <laughs> right. Like, hurry oh the my fuck God. up. <laughs> right. Um and so that was it. Uh friend, what about you? Your final moment. So <laughs> this one's gonna be kind of silly, but <laughs> in January of two thousand fourteen, the Kermit drinking tea meme. <laughs> <laughs> Revolutionized uh, wow. the internet. Wow, friend. The really? dancing baby me, remember? Oh, the dancing yes. baby. The yep, little, <laughs> the little sketch ugly face. I can't really explain what it looks like. The, that face that was always, I can't explain it. It's gooey. Like, like the Trump son. <laughs> Stop it. Pick one. But memes. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
and gifts and just even emojis yeah. just change, change the, the way that the we, way that we communicate, communicate with each other because yeah. now when I text sometimes I actually have to tell myself like you need to go on an emoji diet <laughs> because I'll find myself sending an emoji and then being like I, I'm I, I'm like describing things less and less now <laughs> because right. there's an emoji for everything and that's right. probably not very helpful right and I've even been in positions where I'll respond with an emoji and the person will be like, really, friend? <laughs> That's all you had to say. Emojis. But memes are so funny. you sending back a thumb up emoji. <laughs> <laughs> but memes think... are just so damn funny. I've, I have found myself crying from laughter at just someone's reaction. Even in times where we'll mention like... Uh, in the studio we used to work out of that constantly messed up our episodes and we would have to announce <laughs> <laughs> well, we'd have to announce that our episode was not coming out that week or it was going to be late the way that you guys would respond with a thread of reaction yes. memes like things like that yes, will hilarious. really lighten up your day that's, yes, how, they, that's even, how they would be feeling even pictures of people turning into memes like yes. just I and think it's funny people putting the wigs on people I just I love how it completely changed. Mimi Leaks, Tamar Braxton. Yes. Who else is giving us a, Tiffany Pollard? Yes. Oh um, my God. Miss Juicy, Roland Martin. Um, who <laughs> even else? your clip of your clips of the week, just even being yeah. able to take parts of a video and turn it into a reaction. Shout out to the youth, always coming up with something fresh. Oh my God. Tick, <laughs> even TikTok. You know how TikTok now are just so funny. Vine. Yes. Remember Vine? Like, no, I miss Vine. I, I miss, miss Vine. Vine. To to make a video in six Fuck seconds. Vine, bitch. Talent. <laughs> yes. The talent to make someone laugh in six seconds. Like, just, and they could. And they used to all, I mean, that's where I got the avocado and bananas like from like just all that. So, I'm going to Disney World October the 3rd. <laughs> so if you want to come on down, come, come on, on down. down. <laughs> Legendary meme attached to the Friends on podcast. So. Oh my God. And I, I my personal faves, because I'm going to ask you guys what your personal faves are, are the monkeys that be like throwing the laptop across the table. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The monkeys that they use that be on the phone. Oh my God. Hilarious. <laughs> or the one with the chef hat that does that little gulp. I don't know. There's just something about the monkey ones. I appreciate um, the memes, the gifts rather, that come from like old 70s and 80s sitcoms. <laughs> so like George Jefferson dancing, shuffling backwards, you know what I'm saying? Or Fred Sanford cussing out Esther, using those as reactions. Right. Applying them to new things and new ideas is so funny and it actually revitalizes all of that old content and all those old shows and shit because yes. I've seen stuff and been like where the fuck did that come from and then realized like it came from this show or whatever and yes. watch stuff so shout out to memes for really making it happen capping <laughs> I think my favorite memes come from TV too but usually um, or specifically Bad Girls Club back Tanisha Thomas <laughs> I was gonna say like any season of Bad Girls Club there was somebody that had some sort of reaction I felt remember Tanisha doing Talk to the Hand that was like yeah. one of the first gifts I used all the time when she was like <laughs> That was yes. that was like yeah that one the pots and pans pots the spin out the juice I had never seen anything like that when I saw that scene and she was <laughs> she was banging those pots talking about I ain't getting no, no sleep because of y'all y'all get no sleep because of me get up oh baby oh yeah. that 
<laughs> I, just for somebody to think to do something like that, it just really opened up a whole new school of thought for me. Because I was like, I can't believe that she literally said fuck it and did this crazy shit on television. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. I miss Bad Girls Club. I do too. And I'll it's not there. on TV anymore. They, they, got rid they of really it. need to it, bring it back. Oxygen ain't even alive why no more. Why people fighting? That's why we need to bring it back. <laughs> it's just that, you know what? There is no, there was something to real world, which, you know, is eh, whatever now, or I guess it's on Facebook. I haven't watched it, but there was just something about the way that real world was so real and relatable because the people had back regular ass back in the day ex- exactly so definitely pre no, t- real world that was my shit so then i look at bad girls club it was like the last piece of the i guess Vegas one was where i stopped oh with, what um, with trishelle there was Irulan and arissa and arissa oh that was a oh i love i can't believe i remember oh, trishelle there were two I people love left trishelle. i think okay but uh yes i did back in that era of like real world watching people like be real if you will like or i guess less produced if you could see it it was just a good genuine thing so on bad girls club you know it was probably badly produced because why are y'all just always up on 10 fighting why can't y'all just talk like regular first four seasons (laughs) five seasons like and haven't aren't there people that are famous now from that show yeah, but yeah. Not, but maybe not because like, of it. But isn't yes. Dream Doll? Dream Doll, the Claremont girl? Twins. Yeah, um, that's interesting. Tanisha Thomas. Tanisha. Yeah, a lot of people made it from Bad Girls. Really? Club. That's about who that's else? It. Yeah, a lot of them girls. And then some that of girl them came Camilla, she was in the news, but that was she was more attached to a scandal. Remember, she had like had a she was in a relationship that was already a relationship or some shit. <laughs> I don't like know a football player or a basketball player, and there was a baby and all this stuff. I remember there was a girl, Reem, oh Megan from uh, she was on oh Megan James. She, she was on, on the same, a, oh, yeah. yeah, and she was on the same se- season as this girl named Rima, who was like a guest on uh, Chicago, not Chicago, on um, oh yeah, on um, damn, what's the name of that show? Empire. Rima was randomly on there. I was like, that's Rima from Bad Girls Club. She <laughs> I mean, was like hey, one of the dancing extras. And then one of the other black girls that was on that <laughs> season randomly became a rapper who was from Chicago too, by the way. And her rap name was Pretty V. Shout out to you if that was your name and if I remembered that, but I don't really remember because I ain't listening Wait, to Pretty V the hangout with Not, not, not Bina, not, oh, not this Pretty like, V. Her name, she was the one on, um, she, she was the one on Bad Girls Club, the, the girl that turned to rapper. Her name, uh, her, she was like, why'd you turn fake on me, Rima? Yeah. Why'd you turn fake on me? I don't understand, bitch. Oh, okay. I don't Wrong understand, word, bitch. I don't. Which was also a very funny gif if you find it. Great me. I hated that. So yeah, Bad Girls Club. I Everybody wanted to come back. loved it and I hated it. How you think I felt that? I don't understand, by bitch. <laughs> and do you know when her ass came back when they were doing photo day, this bitch got back into her face. She got on the couch and she said, I'm right here, auntie. I'm right here, auntie. It was so fucking stupid. I'm sorry. Great moments. Great moments. So yes. So this was fun. What yes. You? yes it was. Fun? It was amazing. It's Time always flew. nice to review things like that because we forget. So Flies. In so many things have happened since and I think the most exciting part is we're stepping into an entirely new decade front back new discoveries new artists new shows new movies new things that yes. we are, don't even see coming Your so teens. shout out to the new decade we welcome you okay and we're ready for all 2020. the things 2020 crystal clear Ooh. now where's Barbara Walters right <laughs> so let's Miss, I'm so educated <laughs> How educated are you on the street? <laughs> Shout out to Nene Leaks for all she is and all that she ain't. Shout out to Nene Leaks, Leaks because she Nene has given Leaks. a lot to television, to entertainment in general. Aww, yes, she and gets her own coin. The shit she yes. said, like, hey, she in the museum. She get on my nerves, but she's hilarious. Yes, so that's hilarious. Amazing, Nene Leaks. Nene Leaks. 
Hey, HBCU fam, get ready to turn up the energy. McDonald's and the Thurgood Marshall College Fund have $1 million in scholarships at 53 HBCUs for 66 brilliant students. This year, you could be one of them. But time is running out. Did we mention the $1 million in scholarships? Apply by March 27th at tmcf.org. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduced speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary. So now let's bring in the wind chimes. So in a similar vein, we, you know, did a review and audit of the decade. So I think it'd be dope if you do that on a personal level. You know Uh-oh. I love a personal audit. No, no, no. No, wait, wait. You don't, we're not going to do it on this episode. <laughs> Thank God for time, because Lord, I know. It's more so of a writing prompt. I want those of you to sit down and do your own review, aside from the one that we just did. I also think it's important to kind of look at the years that have passed and pat yourself on the back. There are a lot of times where I will be hard on myself thinking, oh, you know, what did I do this year? I should have done more. So much to do. But then I think, girl, look at your life as a whole, just the changes that you've put into motion. And I think it's really easy for us to overlook the, like, think about it. You were where in 2009? Lost and turned out. <laughs> <laughs> you were in Detroit living a completely, completely different, different life. life. Yep. You were in Atlanta living a completely different and life. And I got here and was still living a completely different life. Funny thing is, <laughs> I too was in Atlanta living a completely <laughs> different life. Come on now. Come on now. With completely Woo-ha. different people. Come on Woo-ha, now. Woo-ha. <laughs> So thank God for growth. Amen. And the growth mindset. Ishata. So to help with the growth mindset, it's important for you to review where you've been so you can get a better picture of where you want to go. So I think it'd be beautiful for you to write it down. 2009, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. And write down at least a minimum of one thing that shifted for you that year. One thing. Let it be little. Let it be medium. Let it be big. But that way it'll create a blueprint of all the beautiful things that have happened to you in this decade. I think it's easy to overlook those things because the world is heavy. You go on social media, everybody's being mean, cruel. You know what I mean? It's like, Let's put all the heaviness aside and be grateful and thankful in advance for everything that's coming to us. But we can only do that by showing praise for what has already happened. So, Amen. 2009, 2010, 11, 12, all the way to 19. Give yourself an audit. Give yourself a review of the beautiful things that have happened because of you, to you, and for you. Amen. Also, I think a sexual performance review... <laughs> audit is necessary as well and I'm being 
so serious. I think that it's great to look back, like you said, not at it, but on it. Look back <laughs> on like the things that have taken place and just really see what you like, what didn't like, what worked mm. for you, what didn't, you know, what you may be interested in. Mm. Put together some sort of plan and let that kind of, mm. you know, let your past be your future this if it makes true. any sense. You are just... Thank you. And on that note... <laughs> it's making sense. We have a very special guest today. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> That's right. So it's kind of funny because we were just, was it last week's episode or the week before that? Probably both, because I feel like I think it was the week before. Wow, it's the week so before. it's kind of surreal. Hi! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Wait, is that? Oh, I was thinking Damn. Damn. Oh, oh, my God. You do. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Isn't that awesome? You all are my cousins. <laughs> Thank you so Have much. Have a seat. Join us. us. This is so awesome. It's We're like, keeping all this in, by the way, so you can hear the joy. The yeah. joy. Joy. Hey. Come on So now. we are joined so by Quinn. Hey. Yes. Just, oh, my God. Quinn is in the building, y'all. And I'm bugged out because we just talked about her a week ago, maybe two yes, episodes ago. ago. Very recently. Mm-hmm. So my best friend, Chrissy, this is who we have to acknowledge right now. Please. She um, is such a fan. Oh, she loves the show. That's hey, Chrissy, girl. She, hey, Chrissy. What's up, hey, Chrissy? Chrissy. <laughs> and she sends me it when you say things. And this just recently, mm. she had sent it to me. She's like, go to this number right here. And I went and I was like, what? <laughs> they like my stuff? We so, legit yeah. are huge fans. So before Thank we get you. started, please introduce yourself to those listeners that might right. not be familiar. Hey, my name is Quinn. Um, you can find me at the Quinn Cat. Um, and I... I'm an artist. I make music. I, I, dope I produce music. Thank you. So I love that song. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> we like, I am. Yes. I am. It, okay. If you want the synopsis, go listen to Galactica. I am Quinn. Yes. Boom. Oh my goodness. So where are you from? <laughs> I'm from like you know where Altadena is. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's where I'm from. So Pasadena area, Altadena mm-hmm. in LA, California. Oh, nice, yeah. Oh, so t- like walk us through the journey of Quinn as an artist. Oh my goodness. Okay. I first this. I'm trying to think. Where did I first discover you? I think you had filmed something. I don't know if it was with Noisy or someone. You had a, a YouTube where they came to your house. Yeah. That yes. was uh, that I'm was trying to remember Ms. who was. Is is that what it yeah, was? Yeah, it was. I almost forgot. and i watched that and i was like this girl's so interesting and i just loved you know your house your vibe we have very similar aesthetics so Mm -hmm. of course i was drawn and i was like okay i'm gonna listen i listened to the music and it was amazing that's so cool thank you yes um well quinn so i mean my name is bianca lenore quinones which is where quinn came from okay so uh for a minute i was going by bianca lenore and I think I just got to a point where I wanted to separate myself. And I had acknowledged my first name for so long, but I never got into my last name because no one could pronounce it, honestly. Mm. Mm. So it was kind of like I just, you know, once it was just first name basis, it's just you didn't need to say the last name ever. Everyone always thought it was just Bianca Lenore. So I just decided to take Quinn and and, and see who she was, too, you know. Yeah, so look I at what happened. That. Right, look Damn. at what happened. <laughs> I know you'd be like, I'm so glad. <laughs> But forever be though, stuff. like yeah, forever, forever her, you be. know. Um, but it it's just everything now. It's not just one sided. So, mm-hmm. uh, 
Yeah, I'm happy. Uh, well, what were you asking me, though, about, like, just the beginning? You're, just and, your journey as an artist, like, put us on yeah. to what you've been through. I mean, we just discussed a, a review of the decade, 2009 to 2019. Was, yeah, mm-hmm. so put us on to what that looked like for you. Ooh, okay, so... Wow, that's mm-hmm. kind of crazy. No, 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 no. <laughs> so like, much like, has cr- like, I could cry type crazy because, um, 2009 uh, was when everything began for me. Mm, see, everything. Okay, look, something I just about, got like, chills. Something I was about complete. The year. I was, yeah, but seriously. So, I um never knew what I wanted to be when I grew up, and that was okay with me because I, for some reason, I was just chilling in the moment. I was good. If I was ever asked that, though, I was kind of allergic to the question. I'd be like, oh, my God, I don't know. What do you want to be? You know, right. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. For? Yeah. Like, when you know, my dad used to do that a lot. And I'm like, now you re- now I'm really not about to tell you. you know? <laughs> <laughs> but um, I was a really shy kid. I enjoyed choir. You know, um, I sang in an Episcopal church since like kindergarten. So it was a lot of falsetto and head voice. And it was like very angelic and um, cathedrally, you know, mm-hmm. um, the reverb. So I learned the, the type of sound that resonated with me the most back then. You know, there's there's Chrissy right there. Hey, Chrissy. <laughs> What's up, Chrissy? <laughs> she felt it. Uh, yeah. And um, so I knew that I loved that feeling. But I wasn't down. I, I wasn't into making friends with the kids that were there, honestly. I went and I did my thing. And it was just because my mom told me I needed to go. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I'm glad she did that. Mm-hmm. And um, I still was never down to for, for any attention on me personally. And I would sing all the time at home. I was like, I, I definitely had that part of me. But I was very, like, in my room with it for, for most all of my childhood. And um, it got to a that. point where, you know, where I... Uh, I started having like my key albums, like I had like Brandy, the first album, mm-hmm. Alicia Key songs in A minor, that was hey, special, wow. yeah. India Ari. And then I started getting into like besides those are the ones my mom just would play. And then it turned into, Well, mom, can you buy me this writings on the wall album? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like fifth grade. So uh Damn, fifth grade. Fifth grade. <laughs> so so I would get, you know, I started getting into my own stuff and the things that we listened to in the car. And um I was just, I got to a point where I was like, I could do that, though. Like, (laughs) I could do that. So, uh, you know, everything Beyonce was doing, like, I was doing it, too. Like, all the runs. And I would practice like that. And, of course, I would be, like, totally isolated. But I'm like, if she could do that and I could do that, then that means I could sing. Like, (laughs) these are the conversations that I would have by myself. Yeah, and, I mean, I was a big big sister starting at six. So, I mean, I was all the way in my own space and the Mm -hmm. the girls were over there doing their own thing together. But I was just in my room doing me. And so then, like, JoJo came out, you know, and that was the big thing for me because we're, like, the same age and it's, like, eighth, ninth grade. Mm -hmm. I'm like, dang, her runs are crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, and it's just, like, I could do that, too. But never, never did I really get into the dream of this is what I want to do when I grow up. I just didn't care like that. It's so interesting looking back. I'm like, I wasn't impressed about that at all. And then um, I got to high school. That's my favorite kind of energy. Right, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, I'm really good at this. But if, And also, my mom was very aware, too. Like, if you hear Bianca singing, please don't say anything. Don't say it was good. Don't say it was nothing. Like, it oh, never happened. So, so she she knew she knew how I was. And so, and of course, my dad's like, you know, Bianca sings. Why don't you do <laughs> And that's like, wow, I'm shutting it down for you. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> so um, I was just really sensitive like that. So uh, moving forward to, like, high school... Um, I it was a requirement to do uh, a couple electives a uh, semester, so we had to do art, um, like 
painting and stuff or we had to do we could choose and I chose choir that semester and then I did art the, the next one too whatever but um I chose choir at first and I was like I'm not doing this though. I'm not about to participate you know like no no so, solos I was such a brat in the beginning <laughs> I was like not trying to do it you know mm. but I had to so my mom's like please just get a good grade I'm like all right so I, I go to the choir whatever my teacher Mr. Douglas changed my life he um he made us all pick a song and just sing it. And that and like like that was the scariest thing in the world to me. I'm like, what? That's the first assignment? I'm so mad. Like, so what you pick? I, I picked uh SWV week, but the JoJo version. Okay. You know, like, it's ninth grade. Okay. I'm, okay. I, you know, yeah. I'm about to turn 14. Like, yeah. So I chose that. Come and of on, course JoJo. Right. Okay. right. Shout out JoJo. I love you, girl. So okay. like, <laughs> Hey, she JoJo wore that out too. So. Oh my yes, she gosh! Did. Well, no, what? Small, yes, she did. You know, I mean, it's rare for her not on, to like, wear a song, right? Out, though. Yeah. But remember it though, real quick. You might have to play that later. Okay. <laughs> oh, you might have to do it for us later. Ah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so, I um I sang it. Of course, I was super shy. I was like looking down the whole time. I was so irritated, but I did it though. Mm-hmm. And um, Mr. Douglas was like, "Ooh, you get on my nerves. I'm about to, I'm about <laughs> yeah. to fuck you up." You yeah, know, so that shit in all uh-huh. this time. so he really got on me after that and pushed me. And um, he kind of made like a separate group of kids besides just the choir kids that were like in class. And then like we got to go on like field trips. It's the kids that wanted to do it, you know, yeah. like versus the kids that was just there. And um, so we have fun. We would travel. We would like go to, um, you know, just. Uh, homes and like sing for them and like do do all these little things and then competitions every now and then and then um that's when we would get into like the spring shows and stuff and he would force me to do uh like the the three piece like you know with the two homegirls and so we did this one song (laughs) we did a it, it was we did a medley of things like that year we we did a West Side Story. Oh, uh, yeah. now you talking my language. Little Shop of Horrors. Fame. Yeah. Fame. And I, oh, I wish I, oh, we, I was a, I was one of the Supremes. Yeah. The Alpha was killing it. it was like, <laughs> but I was still like, whatever. You know, like, why was I, but, th- but that, the story gets better because I ended up facing that, whatever the fuck that was. So, um, yeah, I, I sang out here on my own from Fame. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time I ever sang on stage where people actually, we're like, what the fuck? Bianca can sing like that, that, you know? And I'm like, okay, like y'all fuck with that? So I was really nervous, like crazy. I Like that feeling is crazy. You and, said, I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. No, what? No, I was going to say, you said you got over that feeling that you normally would later, have. Yeah, later, later. Like, oh, way later? Way later. How did you get over that? So I basically bet myself that every time someone asked me to sing, I had to do it no matter where I was. Oh, And then when I placed that bet with myself, it started happening like crazy. Everywhere I went, it's like, she sings, sing something. And I'm like, I said, you know, (laughs) I promised. And so I would do it and I hated it and it was really uncomfortable. But I'm like, I have to do this now because if I don't do it later, this is 2009. That's what happened then. Yeah, if I don't do this later, I'm going to regret it. So, yeah, we can skip the Ooh, choir I feel stuff. triggered. Uh-huh. <laughs> Basically, in high school, I, you know, I, I did the ovations. I did that. That was my first time, whatever. We're fast forward to, like, graduating high school. And I still was like, I got to go to school, though. You know? So I went to college. But next thing I know, like, everything started pushing me out the way. Like, I, 
everything. Like, first heartbreak, everything happened at once. And I was like, this is interesting. Like, I was still kind of asleep. I was just focused on school, friends, writing papers. Mm -hmm. Like, I was secretly, like, writing music, like, while my roommates would leave, you know, and I could get on my garage band. But other than that, I didn't, I was totally keeping it way deep because I was distracted with other shit. So I think because I was distracted, it was just like a big force in my life that was like, get away from everything you know right now like all your friends got to go everybody damn yeah so uh and it was like the first time I ever got into my intuition like the only things I really cared about was like you know best friend boyfriend school so at that time that whole entire world came crashing down but I had predicted it so it was kind of just crazy how I was I was facing myself I was like what is that how did I know it I thought I made that shit up you know what I mean like and I and and I stuck with with what I believed and like a year later they end up telling me it was all true so it was just this big it was all this stuff right super big confirmation that I had to wait for and I had to trust myself you know and um I, I long story short I moved to Oakland I moved to West Oakland and that's where it was like I, I made enough space in my heart to get all these downloads. And I, it was as if I was given this map and it just had the road to my life written mm. all over it. Damn. And I was like, you know, when you had your first laptop and you were just smoking weed, like like making videos, talking to yourself all day long. Like that, that's what I was doing. <laughs> right? Dustin's like, like, don't yeah. you want to wear those? Yeah. All the time. <laughs> You'll be like. It's going. <laughs> it's going and just recording. like, But it's because also technology wasn't what it was. So that's all we had. We're like, this shit is fun. Like, right. <laughs> right. So the webcam. Yeah, just okay. the webcam. That's all we had. <laughs> so um, talking to myself a lot out there um, really is what did everything for me. Is when I started playing like and making bets with myself, doing stuff like that. And... Um, yeah, I was learning who I was. I was writing a lot because my heart was literally like just busted open. Mm. So, and I had a perfect window still. Like the situation was crazy because I ended up moving with my godmother. Shout out, Jill. I love you. She basically <laughs> like was like, you can, you know, you can move out here. She had no, that's another thing that was where she had no idea what was going on. She was just like, hit me up like, hey, you know, you can live out here, right? I'm like, what? That's weird. I got to go. So. I'm out there. The windowsill is perfect. It's November. It's gloomy as hell. It's matching my insides perfectly. It's raining <laughs> outside. It like all the houses outside are just old Victorian haunted houses. So I'm just like, you know, and ra- and Rated R had just came out. You Whoa. guys, let's talk about that. You was that. in your bag, bag. And Gaga Monster. So oh, I'm telling you, minute, I'm walking the dark. rainy streets in my boots, like click clack. You know what I mean? Like, I, I like. I'm telling you, in I was. I would literally buy my little pack of skinny cigarettes and thought I was really it. Like <laughs> I thought I was a. I was a writer. You know, I'm getting into the writer now. Yes. Like that's who she was. She did. It was only for a moment though. But still, I had to. I'm like in the city. I'm like obviously I'm at Hogwarts so, right you know, right I was going through my shit but I was it was it was nice thank though because I and I all get thank God so thank God for every character that played a role in me getting away and finding myself for Amen. real I've thanked most of those people because it seriously it, it made a difference so yeah I mean that's basically what happened and and I I was able to finally tell myself hey I'm really good at this and that's something that you shy away from growing up it's like you don't want to be conceited and that's just what it was if it was like a thing you know like Mm -hmm. growing up I feel like that was such a thing so you don't look at yourself you don't face yourself you don't I mean for me I just wasn't I, I, I didn't look at myself like that you know and I didn't want to because, like, if, if you're pretty, then it's really like, okay, I can't, you know, I'm not even going to go there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's something to talk about. So, yeah, 
I mean, I finally said, I'm good at this. My voice sings and my soul writes. So what are we going to do about it? Yeah. (laughs) And so I'm like, if I don't do something about it, then I'm weak. Like, like I didn't do my part. And what's the point? Like, that's a waste. That's a total waste. I'm like, if the harder thing to do is to share what I have, then I guess I got to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And it was just told to me, like, you're gonna this you're not gonna do this and this is not meant to stay in your room it's just not it's not meant for the closet like it's meant to be big like oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's meant to be like huge or nothing you know what i mean but we have free will so i could have done whatever i wanted and kept it like like that but i was like actually okay i accept the challenge you know it's kind of i was like dang what i gotta do so and killing it now I'm, hey, I'm glad you. you accepted the challenge. I accepted that challenge, and it <laughs> took me till right too. now. Okay. I'm glad you accepted the that's, challenge. <laughs> that sticky situations EP. It was some things I heard on there, and Ooh. I was just like, <laughs> "You can relate." Come on. Yeah, come on now, dream girl, dream girl, and that was her the whole time. You know what I'm saying? How so. has your experience been in the music industry? Because you hear, you know, we've had Ari Lennox on the show, mm-hmm. who we love. That's mm-hmm. like our little sister, and. You see her tweets where she's like, I'm done every yeah, right. week. I know. Going to the you know she's going to the <laughs> army. Oh, we love you, Ari. <laughs> um, so even uh, Summer Walker, well, I was going to say Summer Lennox, Summer Walker, <laughs> um, just, you know, sharing her frustrations mm-hmm. with just not feeling respected, both by people in the industry. And she had a rant on IG stories. And Who even, was she talking about? But she was just saying that it, it while people get mad at her for how the tour appears, she's like, yeah, I don't know half the shit that mm-hmm. we go through behind the scenes mm-hmm. just trying to get the tour to happen in the first place, which as creatives, we can relate. Absolutely. Trying to create things and people not knowing the half <laughs> of the business mm-hmm. element of creation, which is our least favorite side of creation. Right. Truth Sleep be told. Sleepless nights. Cold morning. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm curious what your experience, since you have stepped into this role, how has it been for you? To be honest, you guys, like, it can be, for me, like, I've ju- I'm just trying to build my world mm. and stay in it. And there are times where you get pulled out of it and you might see something that frustrates you or whatever. But me personally, when that happens, I'm like, whoop, let me stay in my lane over Swear. here. That's because... Real. I can I can do that. Like I don't have to. I don't even. I just don't care about none of that. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm here to so, make music that I love, and if someone else likes it, then then we cool. You know what I mean? If you don't, it doesn't matter. You know? Right. Like I think the business stuff. I I think we're just kind of allergic to it. So like we react how we react because that's not mm-hmm. what we do. Mm-hmm. You know? Like we make things, and that's period. You right. know? So. When I think when I, when I feel those things or when it gets heavy or whatever it is or it's frustrating to, you know whatever, I just whoop back in my lane and at the end of the day, the the fans will follow you. You know what I mean? Like I see a lot of people who feel like rushed because people are always just like, you know, where's the album at? Where's this and where's that? But for me in my world, I'm like, y'all can get it when I give it to you. So I'm <laughs> hoping that I can just like like my people understand me well enough That's to real. not even feel that like I want them to listen to Lucid and like hold on to it for as long as I say so you know Mm. but like and then have something to listen to of course you want something new but also like what happened to when you listen to the album front to back over and over because like you studied it and there are things to get into and like you know conversations to have about it so for me and my people I just hope we could just stay over here you know right um it's so interesting you say that 
it's just making me think about um because Jasmine Sullivan just said recently she's gonna be dropping her project and it's been five years and Damn, she's one it's of those been five years that's crazy and she's one of those people that just made us wait and you know I'm happy but you know she said you know things are finally lining up to her wanting to do an album but in the meantime you guys will get an EP probably spring next year mm-hmm. so I just thought it was dope that you know it's not like she's just like all right well y'all keep asking me for something so here goes some throwaways because some people will just give yeah. them throwaways if you care enough about the story and you care enough about the words and all that stuff like. Then just do whatever you want you know like mm-hmm. she want to take five years it's because she didn't feel like making it or mm-hmm. it's like you have to produce something imagine like cooking up a whole baby you know what i mean like right you have to there's right that's just <laughs> right. impossible yeah you could give them your throwaways some, some people can but it's just like you don't have to right you know I think that and people that's have all different um meters on their level of respect for like their art and just their art in general and I think that you have a certain level of respect for your art where you want it to really be digested, really be interpreted and, and as they wish, but at least give it the time to actually sit with it. Exactly. Live with it and let it mean, you know, materialize into whatever the album means for you. And exactly. I think that's so dope because it makes it adds some value to your timing, to, to just, just to the way that you move in general. So don't lose that shit. Thank you. And it's funny that you say, like, having respect for the art enough to, to like, be patient. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because, like, there are things that I've made and everybody around could be like, that shit is dope. Drop it right now. And it's like, there's no money over here to give it what I know it deserves. So mm-hmm. I'm away. Or there's not, like, the visual that I see in my mind, it can't possibly, I cannot possibly half-ass this we thing that wait. I see. We you know? Wait. Yeah. <laughs> But also, I'm not going to make you wait too long. Right. Well, Solange set on, set on uh, Cranes in the Sky for how long? Was it nine years or something like See? that? Damn. It's yeah. called divine timing and you know. And you might start to get confused in the process. Like, damn, am I procrastinating like this? My body just can't do it. And it's I, I honestly feel like God is like, just just kick it real quick. Because there's something right. coming and then that pocket is about to just line up. But, you know, that's, that's real what, too about, yeah, uh, about everything. struggling reading if mm-hmm. it's procrastination yeah. or if you're still waiting to be in flow because mm-hmm. i know with our work that we create what we look for is connection at the end of mm-hmm. the day and if i'm not in flow when i'm creating it then it's, the, it's not, not a connection yeah. it's just and then don't output. be mean to yourself if you don't feel like it either That's you know but one. find a balance of like showing up like for me it's like if i don't feel like making a song maybe i'll still pull up to the studio and mm-hmm. see what happens though True. it's like you know i know i'm not i don't want to work out but let me just pull up to the gym anyways <laughs> and see what happens and of course you're and gonna end up doing something yeah. Right. yeah i hope you know <laughs> like something will pop out in anything but like I, like even just changing your position even just sitting up versus laying down or like you know just being in a different room that you like might usually be in you know so you sound to me as someone who's intuitive and very concerned with being in flow and like an energy reader, energy worker, that's the vibe I'm getting. Mm-hmm. So how do you pick the business people to surround yourself with? Um, I mean, I, I just use my antennas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you've had good luck with yes, that. Yes, I fun. have. I've, I've been really blessed with um, being able to have enough discernment to, to you know, see what's, what I am allowed to be around and what, I'm, what I don't need to be around, you know. Um, I could just see it. And every now and then, you know. I, it's just a feeling. Mm. I've been able to really. I I think I got the filtering out young. This is another thing about taking your time. Like no, when I when I'm introducing myself, this is exactly who I am. You know what I mean? Like I'm not trying to figure. Of course, I'm always learning myself. Of course, I'm figuring shit out. Mm. But like the 
I'm Quinn and I make fantasy soul music, I know exactly what I'm doing and I know who I am. So like the introduction is there, you know, so. Fantasy soul. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. And what it is. <laughs> it I was just about to say, what a fucking accurate description. Thank like, you. Yes. Fantasy soul music, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, how, that's funny yeah. because like, <laughs> I, so I, I spend a lot of time though like underground like people be like what type of music you make and I'm like I don't know it sounds like this and it looks like this and it's this color and it's that and they're like what and I'm like what because at the end of the day I'm like what the fuck am I saying like I know what I'm saying but I'm also irritated that I'm talking this much you know so I'm like I need a word. And I just look to the sky. I'm like, I, I just need something. Mm-hmm. And this is back when I was taking a lot of Ubers and everything. So I was, uh, you know, getting my people skills together. So I'm sitting in the back. And one day, like, it just came to me, fantasy. So I was like, oh, that's cute. And I'm just in the back <laughs> like, what? So, <laughs> and the person's like, so what do you do? I'm like, I just make music. They're like, oh, what kind of music you make? Typical. I'm like, fantasy. So, and they're like, Oh, word, I think I get it. And I'm like, you do. And then I realized, like, <laughs> let me spark your brains just for one quick more seconds. You know what I'm saying? Like, That's let bomb. me just push a button really quick because it, it makes you automatically imagine something. Mm. And like, interested. Thank yes. you. As soon as you hear it, yes. you're like, that sounds like I'm in. I'm locked in. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, there's no possible way I could tell you that I make R&B, but it's a little bit like this and that. Of course I do. You know what I'm saying? But why wouldn't I just make my own sound? Right. Uh, like, why can't I just name it? <laughs> right. It's that simple. So That's I'm like, what about shit. other, what about other people who can't identify with a certain thing? Like, it's just like being a mixed person in general. It's like, mm-hmm. you think I'm, I, I could say that, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But like, but it's, what, what about all, what about my imagination? Where's my imagination? Like, what's writing in my spirit? You know what I'm saying? So of course it's soul music. And of course, like, I live in a fantasy world, you know? <laughs> like, that's where half of my life, like, you know? Your, right. Your presence I is know. so inspiring. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Thank you. Because you make, it's the way that you coined that term, like, it makes me think of, every time I listen to your records, I think of being at a party, a video game, yeah. having sex. Like, there are just so many Come different on. things that, that your music whole, gives. Yep. It, the thing is, I like, is is really all a finesse because really it's everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just a word for every single and anything you want. And for, you know, it's a home for anyone who feels like they might not identify to just that one thing that you've heard a billion times. Like, they're invited, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so every time someone's like, oh, is it a, like a little bit of this person, a little bit of that? I'm like, actually, is yeah. Is it neo soul? <laughs> yeah, oh, though. Gosh. You know what I'm saying? No, but, it, but it's like, think about it. But what's soul music? It's just coming from the soul. Yeah. It's that simple. Right. You know what I mean? It's and everything. if it's not, then there's some, some other shit, you know? So, and Asante, you shit. were yeah. in love with the record with Black. Yes, Mushroom Chocolate. Yes, Mushroom Chocolate. <laughs> First name. of all, every literally that, the name is so dope and enticing. The visual, which I didn't think I was going to get. So thank you very much Me for neither. that. <laughs> thank, you. <laughs> thank you for the visual. Mm-hmm. And thank you for, you know, showing off your goods in the visual yes. as well. Wait, I haven't I seen it. I was doing my spot oh, that week. seen it? Oh. No, don't ruin it. Hey, I'm not... <laughs> I'm not. Well, so we have homework to do. Yeah, you got watch homework. It. You gotta watch it. Don't right. watch it at work. Mm. Or if you watch that work, make sure you got your own cubicle or whatever you got. <laughs> you can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter. Or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. 
Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduce speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary. But uh, mushroom you. chocolate is so like, <laughs> like I, it's so weird talking to you and hearing like the way you categorize your music because everything about all of your records, like every record you've done, makes sense. Makes sense, and it's not like you do. One thing here, one thing there. You literally just said you do everything. You just do it the way that you've done it. It's just so inspiring and refreshing to talk to someone that does that. And so I'm just like inspired. But back to Mushroom Chocolate. Yes. yes. Um, what was the inspiration for that? How did the collaboration happen? Okay. And what was that process like? Um. So I made the song. Well, first of all, Chuck English made the beat. He named Chuck it Mushroom. Chuck English. Yes. Wow. We Bruh. love Chuck. That's my brother, brother. Love, love. Yes. So Chuck makes the beat. He names it Mushroom Chocolate off top. So we never changed the name of the file ever. Oh, and it so remained. Tight. Because there's so no cute. way that it could be anything else ever. If you listen to the little creatures of sounds that he uses, it's just like, that's it's, Mushroom that's Chocolate. Perfect. I have no further question. <laughs> so that was that. I made the song. Um, the second verse was originally, um, you know, I just want to go to the movies. That was the second verse. And we... I thought I was done. I was like, cute, finished next. Chuck's like, if you ever gonna do a song with Bear, it gotta be this one. And I'm like, I'm like, that's kind of crazy because I never even thought about that. And so I listened back, I'm like, all right, bet. So I sent it to him and it was as easy as that. Damn. Wow. And he yeah. was just like, yes. Was, of course. Yeah. <laughs> like, girl, you know. <laughs> it was a great match. He sounds great on the track. It was too. a great match. And I honestly like, I love hearing him on a Chuck beat. Like, mm-hmm. that's so tight. And, right. you know, I, I loved bringing him into our world and seeing what he did with it. And he did that. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, we played it and the our listeners was like, hold yeah. up. Yeah. Like, all the little sounds. Yes. Like, that was crazy to play, too, on the show. You really, you pay attention to a lot of detail. Every single in your thing records. I hear. I can tell. I can tell. Like, sticky situations. There were just so many, like, elements. Have y'all seen my ears? <laughs> like... You're so crazy. Bro. <laughs> like, come on. I can't help it. <laughs> so I'd be thinking about too. shit. <laughs> For real though, the antennas they work. But no, thank you. I, I um I, I pay attention to all of those little tiny things. Every single word, every single every single flavor. Can you talk to us about your latest project? Lucid. So um yeah, Lucid has been in my vortex for a long time. And um, it was actually after, while I was finishing up Dream Girl, once I knew the name, I'm like, obviously the next one is Lucid. That was like two years ago. You know? Oh, really? It just yeah, it's just, I, I, lately it's been names that come first. Mm. So um, like Galactica was totally done and the name came last. Mm. Dream Girl came and then and then immediately Lucid was just with it. I'm like, this is this the trilogy that I've been looking for? So... Mm. Um, Lucid is like a more mature version of the dream girl. She just got it down. Not all the way, but obviously you're always going. But it's like, you know, when you're a dream girl and you're dreaming and then you enter the Lucid stage and you're like, oh, I got this. Oh, I'm dreaming right now. I can do whatever the fuck I want, actually. So that's the difference. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, it's that (laughs) part where you're like. I got this, like, we could fly right oh, now. I'm going to jump off clarity. this mountain, and yeah. I'm going to land. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, like, whatever. And I and I truly am a dream girl. Like, I do so much work in my dreams. Like, it's just who I am. So mm. it was only right. And uh, I've always been, like, in Lucid itself, like, I don't know. I've been trying to figure out a lot. I just have a lot of questions about my dreams in general. And 
the different genres of dreams that I have and like how like what determines the type of genre that you go into is it time is it what is it you know what I mean damn and (laughs) seriously is it the time that I went to sleep my mom always said if I like had too much sugar before bed I'll have a nightmare you know like is it something that you ate ice cream right but who knows what that was really about (laughs) but no I think I I actually would give me nightmares though but um yeah just what what kind of like what determines that and I just have so many questions and uh like, for example, Sea of Space mm-hmm. uh, from Galactica, that was based on a lucid dream that I had that I'll never forget. It was like I was having a regular, it kind of sparked all of my all of my questions about dreams because I'm having a regular dream, right? And the next thing I know, I, I like look at this door on the side and I'm like, hold on real quick. And I go over to the door, I open it, and I am land in space. And while I'm floating in space, I instantly, is like, is like space came with the life jacket so now Mm -hmm. i'm swimming right so i'm like swimming through and i'm like whoa this is so crazy i i could hear it i could feel it i was there period and i'm like okay i want to just be naked in it i need to take this off this thing is like so as i'm about to take it off i'm like wait a minute why do i even have this on and I'm in space right now. So I'm like gaining awareness too much where it's like, you about to get kicked out. Like You're asking too many questions. So I'm like, like stay present. Yeah, Inception. and I couldn't stay present. So, and I got afraid. I was like, why do I have this life jacket on though? Wait a minute, is this my oxygen? How am I breathing? I'm in space. This is actually, I got so much anxiety and I started to really feel the density of it, hardcore. And I looked down and I saw this like, it was like a... The hourglass galaxy looking thing. It was just a big giant hourglass. And I was like, whoo, that's way too much. And I swam back to the door and I walked in and I walked back into my dream, met my friends back up and watched like however long I was asleep. That's how long that movie that I watched was. It was some 3D movie. So then I woke up and for one quick second, I was like, what the fuck? My brain is hella tired. How'd how'd it do that? And then I instantly was like, who the fuck do I think I am to think that I made that shit up? Right. I'm like, I was placed there. And I, and, and, and then I just started thinking about all the dreams. I'm like, I be try. I'm going somewhere, you know. And this was a long time ago, but I'm like, I'm going places. I'm not making this up in my head. Like my brain didn't project this. You know what I mean? This is something different. And so I always just wondered, like, how did I get there? Because I was definitely there. And then what's crazy is just a fun fact: when I went to work that next week, I was thinking about that dream, and I wrote this song called "Sea of Space" and the oceans in the sky, and. Fave, I put the oceans in the sky. That that was like from that era of life. Wow. <laughs> but I wrote this song called Spe- Sea of Space, which which goes with that. It's a it's a whole like novel in my brain. And uh I look on Twitter, this is like old Twitter. I'm scrolling and next thing you know, this is when I was following like space porn. And I kid you not. I saw the hourglass galaxy on my timeline when I looked at it I was like what and I clicked on it and it gave you the info and you can look it up right now let's look it up (laughs) that's bugged out see I love that that's obviously why I'm drawn to her right (laughs) right because it's one thing to get in the studio and just put together words that rhyme or with this shit this, this is what is I saw, you guys. This is what I saw yeah. on my timeline. And this is what I saw in my dream. Same color. Stop it. Yeah. And this is not the first space situation lucid I've had. This is just like the first one that initiated my curiosity kind of, you know? Wow. But all to say that even though that's all spacey and stuff, lucid is, I feel like, my earth work. Like, mm. I feel like I chose earth and I need to, like, sometimes got to get my head about the clouds and, like, you know, 
pay attention to the blessings that are here because everything I thought that might have been real or that I was playing around with in Dream Girl, I'm actually experiencing the healthy version of that right now mm-hmm. on Earth. So um, that Ooh. was like the easiest way I've ever explained that before. <laughs> I need to write that down. <laughs> you can go back and get that, so get that clip. Right. <laughs> Random side question. Do you uh-huh. watch Watchmen on HBO? Okay, so do I need to start tonight? Because I have, I yes. can't even have the convo. Okay, yes you do. Because a lot of the stuff that you're talking about on the latest episode, um, one of the characters... Is connected? He's traveling. Okay. And, and the way he talks about traveling is like, like there's like, oh, um, I'm there right now. Wow. It's, and it's just weird. But it's like, it makes perfect sense every time he does. And it looks so. like you need to watch, man. Oh, you're <laughs> serious. Okay, That's I'm going to get into it. That That's was my it. final clue because I've been ke- catching the clues for that show. Same. I keep hearing about that. You're like the fourth person to mention yeah. it this week. I ought to snatch your head off. You should have been watching Watchmen. <laughs> you know. Oh, my goodness. Come on, we got to watch it okay. together. Right. <laughs> yeah, Watchmen Watch Party. I'm hosting. Okay. Um, coming back around because I asked you if you watch Watchmen because I, and I'm really jumping the gun here, but I need like more from you. <laughs> what do you want? I don't know. Just like, 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 <laughs> like the way that you talk about your visuals, we can feel that in your music. So, like, if we got some more of that, I'm telling you, somebody <laughs> give me some money then. Because, I, okay, yes, so, so for wants. those of y'all listening out there, we need some money. Period. Okay, that's how it goes. Because you got me. I'm thinking about animations for you. I, I'm thinking look, about, and like, this is what I mean, though. I could never half-ass the things that are in my brain. You know what I'm and saying? So I need so this we money for you to do it. I'm paying for that right. myself. If somebody owe you some money, you need that check, I'll go get it for you to make this happen because... Let's talk later come on. about that because I'm <laughs> into it. I'm telling you, your music, it just... We it need really, it. Yeah, seriously. We need those visuals. I, yes. I, I, am, I totally agree with that. I can't wait to do it how I, how I want to do it. And I know, know that's really hard for an artist too. Mm-hmm. You know, getting the money up, keeping people at bay, making mm-hmm. sure they're getting the you stuff out on time. the hourglass... Uh, what was it? The hourglass... Galaxy. Galaxy. Yeah. You just saw what it looked like. Yeah, yeah we need... Cheap. So right, we definitely we need... <laughs> we're gonna have to paint the floor or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, we're talking about budget. But do you know what though? You know what's fun is when you get to get up with your best friends and do it. Like for me, I have a group of best Always. friends from the fourth grade, right? Oh shit. It's kind of crazy because we thought that this was normal until we grew up and was like, we spoiled as hell. This is not normal at all. But all of us are professionally trained for different things that all go together. Wow. And wow. we're just now realizing it. Like, for example, uh my best what friend. What lifetime are you on? Is, I, need I don't to know. know. <laughs> like I, I can't believe how like we are she's so on grateful. Like level 10. Telling you, my best friend Shay, she does PR. So she's walking us down the red carpet. Period. Destiny, she does sets for like Insecure, uh, Snowfall, all these really dope shows, right? Um, the Politician. Uh, she like is, Damn. yeah, she she sets up the sets. And it's like, okay, well, come over here, actually. My best friend, Stefan, he's funny as hell. And he does all BTS. He writes, he choreographs, he does all these things. But we've all been separate, really having like real jobs and doing it that way. And um, wow, <laughs> it's just crazy that we get to come together and play. Mm-hmm. And that's all God wants us to do at this point is just go play. Like, you know, I have my sisters. My sister is like a legendary tour manager at like 23 or some shit. Like, what? Yeah, she's Amen. been on tour with Steely Dan for years. Steely fucking Dan. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's weird. It's weird. And I'm, and, and, and it wasn't... It, we all just We all just wanted to go do our thing and meet each other when we were all at the same level. You know what I mean? And not even like that was the goal. It just was what it was supposed to be. We were just doing our things, you know, until we look around and it's like, 
hey, I got this song. You want to listen? It's like, hell yeah, I've been waiting. It's like, you care about that? Okay, I'll send it to you then. And it's like, well, what are we doing? It's like, wow, that was too easy. Like, so I love that. You know, I'm buzzing. <laughs> so it's different than just hiring your friends because they're your friends. It's like, I actually got to hire you because I only want to be around you and you do what I need you to right, do. Right, like yeah. a pure mm-hmm. alignment. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Mm-hmm. You speak I mean, some words. It's like we jumped in the pool of life. Like, okay, you go and I'm going. Period, 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 we're done. You Ooh. know, and we are. And here swimming. we are. Yep. So, are you in an independent yep. situation? Or are you no, I'm with Interscope. Oh. Shout out to Interscope. They, they cool. They helping me out. It's just <laughs> beginning. Like, cool. Well, listen, Interscope. <laughs> there's interest. <laughs> okay. Right. Like, let them know. No, we good. We good. Um, there's so many lessons learned when you like. You know, work for work for everything from from the beginning. You don't skip any steps. You know what I mean? I don't want to skip any steps. I want to learn everything. If I need to sit in the editing bay for like 10 hours with the editor, I'm going to do that. You know what I mean? And that's what I did. That's why Mushroom Chocolate looked like that, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to watch it on the train. Yes, you have to. Yeah, it's yeah. beautiful. It's a beautiful it video. Shout out to Brilliant. She directed that. And mm. uh, yeah. And when did you sign with Interscope? Um, so I actually signed with Interscope 2017. I was on the plane coming to actually here to do Afropunk. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was, um, the thing about that was we were kind of waiting to see what we wanted to do together. And then, um, like, I built Fantasy Soul under Interscope, so there's that. And then I'm like, hmm, okay, so what do I want to do? Wow, I'm already, like, about to put out Lucid somewhere else. So I was originally doing Lucid with another situation that I had. And um, I procrastinated just long enough to where we're like, maybe that's not the right situation. But also... Everyone thought Lucid was just finished. And then um, I was just over it, honestly. I was like, I don't feel like listening to these songs anymore for a while. Like, stop talking to me about it. And then um, I would just, like, duck off and, like, try to make new shit, whatever. And just in time for, like, so Interscope puts me with uh, no ID. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, Yeah, because they're, like, like, uh, fantasy, so you need to talk to Dion right now. So I go, I'm talking to Dion. And he know he did the whole cocaine '80s thing, so yeah. I was already like, I was a fan. Hell like, I mean, yeah. I am a fan. So, yeah. you know, and that really inspired me because it was like when you downloaded the the music on the genre department, it said dope, 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 yeah. dope, dope. That shit was so fucking cool to me. And I was like, I probably put that in my subconscious. Like, I'm making my own genre. You know what I'm saying? Like, I always needed to do that, but I always pictured Fantasy Soul on the side just like Cocaine 80s did, you know? I forgot that. Yep. Yeah. It was like the only thing. It's like, of course, you, I'm pretty sure you could just plug it in like that. Like, why doesn't anybody else do that? Back in Tumblr days. Word. Yeah, yep. those were the Tumblr names that James followed. Yeah, back we in Tumblr days. Yep. You'd be happy seeing that little link. Oh my up. god, yes. <laughs> That's Ooh. the difference, though. Attention to that sort of detail as far as what you want, how you want your art to be represented. I think that those are the things that are kind of endearing people to like your whole movement, and mm, it's dope. Thank you. So congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, got to pay attention to the details. But speaking of t- paying attention to the details. The reason why Lucid sounds like that is because No ID really helped me at the tail end of that um, put together, like just bring a couple producers together. Like Johan came and played strings and like I got the band to play and like me and Chuck mixed it around and, and uh, those fave drums, that was yeah. that was him. Yeah, you got you know like there's some drums in in, NTU like we just laced them. Go ahead. I'm just saying you got two features from Black by the way. Of course, on the same project that was dope. (laughs) Thank you. No ID because he just worked with Snow Allegra on her latest project, and that is no ID. And me and Snow were making. We were working in the same uh, 
recording studio while she was making that whole album. Oh, wow. shit. So uh-huh. y'all was just... I was in, in there, it. like, trying to do Lucid when she, on her days off. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> seriously. So that was super alignment. That was that was very cool. Um, shout out to Snow, because this is her moment, and I yeah, am man. really I proud of her. I saw her yeah. at Webster Hall, and she killed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was awesome. Her baby Rose. Yeah, <laughs> yep. baby Rose. So talk to us. I know one of the most annoying questions is like, so what do you have coming up? I hate when mm-hmm. people ask <laughs> right. me that. Like, let me just figure out today and then what, it, you know, it'll be what it's going to be. But do you have any intentions set for what the world should feel from you in yeah. the next couple years? Yeah. Um, so I just plan on making a lot more music. I plan on sharing the music. I plan on going on tour with Snow and killing it. Yeah. And Hell creating yeah. o- bigger opportunities from Ooh, that. You know? I was going to say we there. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. We're about in to be building. at Terminal 5 and some, I don't know. Yeah. I got to look at that thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm we, there. Are we there? We, we going to be I at can't Terminal wait. 5. Yeah. <laughs> and let me tell you, I don't even like Terminal 5 because I'm too old for standing room only we going venues. That okay. <laughs> yeah, period. We about to be together. Okay, turning up. I just want to go to Terminal Oh, and not as good as yours all right but you know something no, i was killing it um yeah i that's my plan is to go with my flow like wherever the music takes me that's where i'm going and i don't plan on keeping it to myself so real yeah Woo. i have a i also have a corny i too have a corny question oh don't call it that favorite track from lucid <laughs> you know you know why you know why it's, it's a corny question because it's a corny answer because it's fave that's why we named it that wow that's amazing but you know what my favorite part my favorite moment I mean, I can honestly go through every song and why it's okay, my favorite. Please, please, please <laughs> give me. I'm like, why? How could you lose make someone it. choose? That's like picking your favorite kid. It's a right. good question. And it's, it's only, it is. And it's it only, is. But you be having your things for the different kids. But you like, gotta lie. You know, you well, because well, there's some people that'll be like, oh, well, this was my song, but this was the single, and this is the one everybody else liked. Oh, no. So, Look, right. I'm telling you right now, I love every single one of them, and, and or it no doesn't cap. exist. That's no cap, though. <laughs> and I'm not going to make a bad song, though. That's the thing. So that's why, that's why, and that's why when you said, and I believe you that's why when you were talking about earlier your work meaning something you're not just putting out music just put it out i can listen to the projects from before and i can listen to this one all mixed together or just oh when to pretend it's new and people be like what, what, what is that? Wait, like, what's going math? on yeah, <laughs> see we about to time travel i know we are <laughs> and you I know what no. i just i just i mean i could talk forever because i've been discovering how my old songs link up with my new songs mm-hmm. like it's actually crazy because i'm gonna get back to the, that question that you have but like today, I did a thing with title, and I was uh I had to put together like a medley. I was like, oh, what am I gonna do? I don't want to just sing a song. I was like, hmm. okay, so I put Seventh Heaven and Lucid together, and then I was like, I gotta bring back math because everyone loves math, and then I gotta like tie it in with something. And as I'm singing math, I realized that I was like, you know, you thought to call my name. That's what I said in, in math. I was basically like reading your mind. Basically, I know what you're thinking. You know, whatever. You thought to call my name, and then you go into the end of math, which is nothing but gibberish. But I, there are some clues in there to what I was saying. I just layered my freestyles on top of each other. That's what that ending is. Mm. And I did, like, three takes. I didn't listen back at all. I was like, just play them all at once. I just want to see what happened. I was like, leave it, because I'm not writing to that, because something's in there that's already <laughs> been said. And what what I was saying was, I was like, remember December the right way. I'm telling you, baby, it's simpler now. And then I said, um, "Offer your temple. It's all. It's all for your mental. It, you're totally different. I'm so fucking into you now." Which to me means 
so many different things right this second right now mm. than ever before and even before it meant its own thing but now it's different like it hit I, when i was going through that i was like what the hell and then i said i'm so fucking into you now and then i'm like into you what the hell <laughs> <laughs> so Damn. i put I, so i put <laughs> so i put math and into you together in my little medley and it totally went i was like oh thanks girl <laughs> wow <laughs> Yeah, so wow. Wait, all of them are my we favorite. At this show, I know, well, it wasn't even a show. It was they did a um, they do this really cute thing where they they go into the boardroom and someone just comes Got and like you. does a little show. You know, it's I like, was about to be like I was saying hi with a little. Lucky, we still need to be in the room for that too. Right? <laughs> no, honestly, he said and. <laughs> but um, uh, so going back to my favorites though, like the reason why the the first song ever, Lucid, that one's my favorite, is because. My sister's on it. I put my little oh, sister on it. She's a poet. Her name is Blair Maya, but she goes by Infinity. And she's my baby sister. And um, I just knew she had a poem for it. And so I just put, I just planted so the seed. Tight. I was like, come on, I know you got one already. She's like, all right, I'll think about it. And then months went by, we didn't talk about it. And one day she said she wrote, she just felt like writing. And she wrote it. And it totally had nothing to do with Lucid. And she read it again. And for the last words to be, now, now, um, she goes, now I, uh, now I'm singing when I wake up or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'll be singing till I'm sleepy. What? <laughs> what? Now I find myself singing when I wake up. That's what she said. Mm-hmm. And she was really talking about like the love that she's experiencing right now. So it was all just completely like from a loving place. And then she's like, oh, bonk, I think I got it. And I'm like, all right, that's what they call me. And so then um, I listened and I was just like bawling. Like, what do you mean? This is my baby sister. That's so crazy. Oh, my God. So I had to put her on there with the sister magic. And I thought then... she was going to start rapping. <laughs> when it said it was feature, you know, the words started spilling. I was like, she about to start rapping? <laughs> right. And then the harmonies are my favorite. And the storm was my favorite. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, those harmonies remind me a lot of how I was singing when I was a kid. Like, like kid, baby kid, like in the Episcopal Church. That's mm. a, a lot of the, it's, it was like that feeling. And I think I naturally search for that every time, like, I want to, like, really make something I love. Like, that's why I go to, like, the harmonies and the reverb and, like, all that stuff. I mm. just love it. And um, I love that you have all those bags to pull from. Yeah, thank you. Mm. And Johan did the strings on that, which was crazy. Mm. And then, obviously, like, Timothy Bloom came through on the beat, and then No ID hit you with the drums. And then... um. Yeah, <laughs> and so the next one was next Seventh Heaven. Rocky, Rocky made that beat. That one's my favorite because Seventh Heaven. Yeah, that one's my favorite because those words were different. I came out of a serious like, uh, just a dark like like a nightmare, pretty much, literally. And I woke up and I I made that song, and um, I was talk I'm talking to myself in every single one of them. You know what I'm saying? Like, but that one was, was very much like this is the big me. Guiding the little me and in time you'll be free as I, which is like completely in bliss, not even in a body. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, and that's and that's another thing going back to Lucy, though, is it, that was basically my thesis statement for what I'm trying to talk about, which is like sinking through the room, being born again and um, just how I'll be I'll be singing till the day that I die. You know, like that's what that's about. And um the lyrics just come Haas. out. Haas would be like, girl. Yo, sing. for real. You should. You should. And the, so, real. like, the words just be popping out. And then that's basically, like, you know, lucid. I don't know how I do it, but suddenly I'm flying. And I'm like, what the heck? 
So, and then going to Mushroom Chocolate is next. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Obviously, that's my favorite for cute reasons. <laughs> um, but that was, the, they were all so easy to write, you guys. Like, I will wait, wait. And then it just, like, that song, those words, get you somebody to roll the dice with. Get you somebody mm -hmm. else. As I was doing it, I was like, what? The? Chuck's looking at me like. <laughs> and we actually have a video of that somewhere I should find that Or a recording or something Because I remember when I did it He was basically like feeding me beats And I would eat it And I would keep going Next beat, next beat, next beat And then we didn't listen to them for a long time And then one day we went to the studio And he was like You should listen to that shit that you did that night I was like, oh, play it And then that's when I that's when I started writing those And then um, what's after that? Uh, you know it was calling? supposed to Calling, yeah Oh yeah, calling for sure You know, Remind Me was supposed to be on here too Have y'all heard that one? Mm -mm. We'll talk about that after. I'm like, so what's I need to <laughs> so so calling. I wrote that. This is why this one's my favorite because I wrote it. The hook came to me while I was waiting in line for the bathroom at this Interscope barbecue for Coachella, and I was like, I'll be right back. And I was just standing there, and like it, my, my I just started singing it. To the point where I was like, shoot, I should write this one down because it's about to leave in a second because I just sang it too many times. I was just like, you know that I've been waiting. It's just like that. <laughs> and then in my head, though, I heard like a whole church choir and I was singing to God, really. Like I was really like, well, it was more like God was singing to me like, oh, I've been waiting for you. You know what I mean? And it's like it was when a, the calling it was a calling. total back and forth, though. It's Ooh. like, you know that I've been waiting. Your love's been calling me like and mm. I've been calling you, too. And I like I see that as the love line. You know what I mean? As soon as you hit that dial, baby, makes me want to shout, hey. And I'm like, how'd you get so damn fine? I'm talking to myself. You know what I mean? I'm like, dang, you did that. And then, like, it's just me and me being happy that we're connected. That's really what calling is about. And then... Um, Your music is so tight. It Thank really you. Is. But it can, it's also very much interpreted. Like, I, I could definitely dedicate that to the love of my life, too, though. You know right. what I mean? Yep. So, and I do. So, you know, then there's... Then then what's after that? Calling. I love it. Like, I know. Damn. Right? Now I'm stumped because it's, it's that it's something in fave. Oh, it's, it's with you, you on that one. It's into you. Into, into you. you. But it's into you after calling. Do I have them out of order? I'm so bad. Show me the receipts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my God! This is the one I love too. Fairy love. Fairy love. <laughs> we love her. Yes. Fairy that love. one is my favorite because I love um, the part where. So when I was writing it, this was like my, my favorite puzzle. Like when I was writing, ooh, I travel far across the uh, moon uh, just to get to your sweet sentimental extraordinary love. Th that bar right there, sentimental extraordinary love. I just knew it was like I saw. How do I explain this? In my brain, there was a pocket for those exact syllables. But I couldn't really see the words that were fitting into them yet. Mm. But I sat there and I waited to see the words drop into the the slot mm. and when I did it I was like I knew it <laughs> it was Damn. crazy I could I, that's the only way I can explain it but almost like a word bank that just like it fit and I was like nah something is coming it's coming it's coming and then I was like boom extraordinary and I was like wow like I can't believe that I wrote that but I didn't want to even take all the credit I was like let's just do it and that's why I love that song it's like ooh, I'll, I'll <laughs> swim across the sea of space just to feel your sweet embrace Good. Jesus yeah, so there's so many little clues, which I it's like it's like my dream movie that I'm creating where like there's all these little clues. I, we, we can hear it. <laughs> we can hear it. Like when I like that's it why literally. We see it. That's mm -hmm. why when you said the word fantasy before you said so, I just heard fantasy and I said done because 
every song paints a picture. It takes you to a place in time, mm-hmm. whether it's something you've experienced already, whether it's something you've never even thought you could experience. Like, your music does that. It Thank fits. You. It works. It's perfect. And I love when you listen to a project and it feel, you feel transported yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. to someone's world. Yes. That, to me, is what music is about. The yeah. coolest experience. That make me want to turn my headphones up and go deaf. Like That's what I, I'm I, saying. I, for real. That's like, my big goal. Not to get you deaf, but to like actually like <laughs> build a transportation device that leads you to like your version of whatever I'm trying to provide for you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Man. Who would you want to work with in the future? Like, who do you have your eyes on? Oh, who do I have my eyes on? Even if it's someone we've never heard of, that's like up and coming. <sighs> Like, put us on, too. Right? I, honestly, I've been needing y'all to put me on. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. If you want to have a conversation, we can have we a conversation. We can have that conversation. How about we do that? <laughs> who, who do we feel would be a dope alignment? Mm. Friend, ladies first. Hold on. I'm trying to think yeah, because your genre is so dope. Like, I'm trying to think of who could keep up with you. Like, I, mean, I can think of tons of women that could keep up with you, you know, like, but I'm thinking. vocal, it has to be an emotionally tinged I think vocal. We yeah. is, I think me and Snow would make a pretty song. You, you and Snow. Oh, that's a sure, good We should do it. Though. Yeah, but yeah. you and Snow, you and Janae, I feel like, because, you know, I'm a Pisces, so that's like my Pisces Ooh, yes. sister. So, like, the emotions there. Because well, we going emotional, Drake, you know what I'm saying? Like, Period. I feel like he could do something really croony that's and love That's funny, the Pisces and the Scorpio. I'm a Scorpio, too. I just want to see it. That's why I see it. Miguel. Miguel. Oh, Miguel. That's so funny. I was just thinking about um, how that would be cool, actually. Miguel's cool. That's the brother. Maybe it's dropping in. Right. I would would love to hear you with a band like Lil Dragon. Oh, Oh, yeah. Yukimi. Yes. That would be a dope mix. And even the video, because you know how Lil Dragon's video is totally their own planet. Mm -hmm. So I think that would be dope. That would be dope. Yeah, yeah. They got to be able to give. Oh, I, Miguel was my. Oh favorite. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we just all yelled. You know who? I, you know who? You know who would also be good with Miguel? Like Snow and Miguel together would be so fire because oh. they remind oh, yeah. me a lot of like their strength and their voice is like very similar. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Oh my god, this just made me so excited for all the music we yeah. have coming in twenty twenty. Right? You about to go back and you? I have to go back and replay some things now. Yes, actually, you do. so this is good though because it's is inspiring. Great. Absolutely. Good. Is there good. any way we can? Do you have like records that are just randomly on YouTube? You know how artists always have those leaks. That yeah, those are my favorite. Are not moments. things we can find on Spotify. Or... I have. Give us the name. I mean, you right, want, you want like, like you want some old something old. I'm or... talking about old. Ooh, yeah. Give us the name. I'm going to give it to y'all. The friends, <laughs> the friends undeserves it. <laughs> okay, there's a video. Oh, shit. And it's called Regret. And honestly, though, the way I wrote this shit, like, just look it up right now. It's, <laughs> it's, it's under Bianca Lenore, though. It's under my first name. That's the name I needed. <laughs> yes, that's all you needed. <laughs> I got it. Every artist <laughs> I got it. Has... I got you right. There Top of the go. list. Let me see. Let so me see. Right on in the group message. <laughs> so that's based on a true story, though. <laughs> let me see. I just turn the volume down. Yeah, group message. You can play it. How old is this? That shoot, how old is that? That got to be like 2012 or 13. Mm. Oh snap! Look at talking about the decade. Look at the hair. Why that look like my crib though? <laughs> <laughs> like legit. I haven't even seen this in hella long. I don't even know. Like, you wow. Don't even remember it. Right, we made a little movie. I just though. love this. I love going back and just watching right? how yeah. artists have just evolved. Wow, how dope. Okay, homework. Yeah, right. Don't worry, y'all. Okay, so everybody got some homework. You guys are allowed to go. Bianca look Lenore. Up. 
Bianca Lenore. And spell that out because you know people are going to be like, how'd you uh-huh. spell it? L E O N O R. L E O N O R. Yes. Okay, Bianca Lenore. Yeah. Anything else you wanted to ask before we get out of don't here? Don't be shy. I don't have any <laughs> other questions. I just want to thank you so much, honestly. Yeah. I'm so like, thank happy you. that we Super connected. Dope. Me too. Like, it was too easy, by the way, too. It was like, Chrissy, I followed you, and then and then I hit you up, and you happened to be come, like back. Yeah, and then just, I'm like, is this the address? Boom, done. And she it was literally like, was like, Hey, I'm in New York. I was like, I just landed. <laughs> I was yeah. like, Are yep. you free tomorrow? She's like, Yes. I'm like, This is when we record. This is the time. She was like, I'll be there. Is this the address? That's the address. Boom, she pulled up. Here we are. And shouldn't just it just out. always feel that way? Yeah, always. So it easy. Should. And you know it never, it rarely does. It's but never like that. This so, was like perfect. I literally messaged her and said, such perfect alignment. I can't take Seriously. It. And also the fact that I don't know where the studios are out here. And I just right. stumbled into one. Boom. And then I opened the door and there's a really beautiful woman that happens to know who I am. And then we ended up talking and it's like, what? You yes. know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Some weird oh, shit going know. on. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I know. Everybody, yeah. you know. <laughs> well, we are so grateful that you spent time with us and pulled up thank on us. Yes. And we yes. caught you in I'm New grateful York. for you, too. Yeah, yeah thank so you. Please let people know, of course, those listening, where they can find you, where mm-hmm. they can find your projects, your songs, just all of you. Yes. Yeah, so everything is under the Quinn Cat if it's social media, or you can type in Quinn with one N Q U I N. Uh, we can go to thequincat.com. I'm about to drop some cute little merch in a little bit. Ooh, and I'm with yes. It. See, I have my tiara. Okay. Yeah, and saying, I wish I, I had gifts I, for I you. I buy merch, I, so like, you know, and, <laughs> okay. and, and these are, I bought this, so, you know, what, what's the I'm merch? Sorry, what's it coming? I, I got you. I got you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I need it now. I know, I know. And can I, I get honestly, a like, look, look at the logo, how Cute. Can I get that on a rolling tray? Yes. Oh, that's so cute. Oh, my God. So it's going to be, it's a a lot of this going on. Um, But yeah, so it's Quinn with one N at the Quinn Cat. Lucid is out right now. Mushroom Chocolate video is out now. Seventh Heaven lyric video is out and more lyric videos to come. Um, Do we have more visuals coming for this project? Uh. I think so, yeah. I okay. think more lyric videos, at least for sure. The, me and my best friends got together. And if you watch the Seventh Heaven video, that was just us like playing around and it ended up working out. And it's like, why wouldn't so I give y'all, work. why wouldn't I give you like the lyrics, yeah. you know, right. but mixed with something cute? Wow. So um, just like the Mushroom Chocolate lyric video, too. We did yeah. the, 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 um, the cover for it, we we put the BTS and made that the video, so, or made that the lyric video. So, yeah, there's a lot of homework. Because uh, yeah. even in Galactica, <laughs> there's there's a math video. There's a um, there's a Galactica like, video. Well, I don't think I seen the math you ha- video. If y'all don't go subscribe to Quinn on YouTube yeah, right now. Right, we just gotta create a playlist and just dive in. <laughs> Wait yeah, exactly. Like, oh my gosh. Videos. Did you guys look close to here? Y'all my friends now. We actually <laughs> stay outside the <laughs> <Yes>. studio. <laughs> Where y'all going? <laughs> no, oh, legit. I'm I'm literally going home and watching all of it. Perfect. Yes. Please do. Okay, I love Look you guys. Him. He's pulling the no, Yes. <laughs> Listen, I was not playing. If you ever run into issues, call me and I'm going to make I'm, something happen. I got okay? you. Yep. Like, your music <laughs> is really the shit. And Thank I talked about your project. Really and I hope I never sound like I'm like uh, saying less than when I'm like, you know, it's only six pro- uh, songs, so make sure you listen to it. I say it's only six. It's not going to take a... It's not going to take a long part of your day. It might feel like it. Minutes. But it might feel like it because when we're immersed in your world, it feels like I've lost sense of time. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, like, Ooh. it's six tracks of mm-hmm. amazing, bomb, 
like experimental, monumental, if you will, music. Thank like it's just you. dope. That's so. the title of oh. this episode. The experimental, monumental. I've lost <laughs> sense of time featuring oh, Queen Cat. Period. Come on. Just say, just snap, 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 snap. <laughs> but I wanted to give you guys one more homework clue, though, is if give you listen to Into You, right? And it's going into fade. You know that part where it's like, the water's deeper where I come from. Mm. That's from Sailboat from Dream Girl. So oh, now y'all really, damn. yes, I'd rather <laughs> dive in link. for the long run. And then here you go listening to Fave, which is pure water, nothing but water. So, mm. yep. I love <laughs> that's that. I, I think, and I think that that's my favorite part with the strings. I'm like, I'm sorry. I, the rain. Stop. Okay. Quinn, the <laughs> well, clever cat. <laughs> I adore you guys back. Thank you. And thank you, Chrissy, again. I would not Shout be here without you. Thank you, Chrissy. Chrissy, yes. thank you for sending that. I would, okay. I would love to bring her to talk with you guys on this show. Oh, my gosh. Just it would let be us so know cool. when. Come yes, on. For real. Let us know when. She would love it. Oh, my gosh. Because she's she be, we just be talking. It's so fun. <laughs> and thank you for listening, Chrissy. Yes. 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 So, Quinn Cat, we love yes. you so much. Love you, too. Thank yes, you thank for stepping you, into our you. world today. Thank you for having me. We appreciate it so me. much. I, really, so much I genuinely you. love you guys. Like, I can see it. I see it. For Just real. write it all over your eyeballs. I love yeah. it. You a real one. You, <laughs> you know what I'm too, saying? Exactly. <laughs> you don't yep. even know what the words mean, girl. <laughs> oh, my God. You are so, so precious. Uh, thank you so much, honestly. <laughs> thank you. I hope I made you guys this night. You, you absolutely, absolutely did. I don't even know. Like, please do your homework. All the songs you mentioned, the projects, the YouTube videos. Of course, I'll link you to most of them because I know y'all going to ask. So as always, we thank you so much for listening. We love you so much and we will catch you next week. Stay black and protect your magic. Bye. Bye. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduced speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary.